BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts in before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association Voted the Todd Glass Show number one So welcome to the show Wow Wow, it's Todd Look at you, right? Seriously, look at you, right? Right? Guess who else is here? Eric Olson. It is really coming down out there. Eric said it's real. I can hard. It's the rain is pounding on the roof right now. It's crazy. Are you wow. sure the windows are shut? Yeah, I think so. Let me go around. I'll try to make sure all of the windows are shut. I gotta brace the barn so we don't the horse. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, God, that one is crazy. Holy shit. Whoa. Whoa. Did you hear that? I felt that. Let me get this last door shut. Oh. Oh. Oh, much better. Wow. I am dripping wet. Do you want a towel or something? No. Oh. Ooh. Oh, just give me this blanket. I'll wrap it around myself. Oh, oh, yeah, it feels so warm in here. Fire. Get that fire going. Hey, everybody, look at us. I'm warm. Did you like that acting? That's what that is. All right, listen. I want to say uh, I met... A while back, we talked about a young man by the name of Hayden. And I met his family. They could have not been sweeter. I met Hayden. He was a gentleman. And... um. They were special. I'm going to call them Hayden and Hayden's family. Okay? And that was in Portland. And that was fun. Portland was a lot of fun. Um, 
Daniel Tosh uh, ended up opening up every show doing 20 minutes. It was fun. We did the big opening. Joe McKenzie, you know Joe was there. Eric, this was the first year you weren't there. First in uh, four years. In four years. Three in a row. Yeah, we did the podcast and Eric went. Like it's, and then Daniel Kino and Eric went. Like We always made it. Blake Wexler and Eric went. And then this year, because of Henry Phillips' uh, screening, screening party. party of his uh, new hour special, which is just ridiculously good. I love it. Um, uh, you weren't able to make it. So, so, you know, I do Joe McKenzie's there and, and, uh, and uh, Glenn Allen on drums. And, uh, you know, they open up the show big. I mean, already it's like, what the fuck? You know, Joe sang Put a Little Love in Your Heart. We don't usually do, you know, we usually just do instrumental. But Joe just really belts out, put a love in your heart. They're already excited. Then the house goes dark right when the song's done. It's like, boom. And then I'm on the back. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Daniel Tosh. And it was a lot of fun. And uh, I hadn't had, it was fun to get to, Daniel said uh, the headliner has to pay for the, whoa. The headliner has to pay for food, you know, like dinner and lunch. So that was the deal since I was, I was the headliner. Um, and then I want to, th- and then I'm going to take a little time here. Be patient with me, everybody, because you know I wouldn't say this stuff if I didn't think it was important. Sometimes you'll get something, and you maybe the card gets lost backstage, but um, you'll know who you are because you gave me this really cool thing, and it had some like candlesticks in it. That wasn't you, Megan. No, Megan gave uh, the Mr. Rogers mug, which was really cool. And you put warm stuff in it, and it's and then he goes from wearing one thing to a cardigan. Isn't that crazy? Cool? But you gave me, like, it was some candlesticks. And by the way, I always say I don't collect candles. I just buy boxes of candlesticks, and I have maybe two lit in the house. One in the dining room table and another one somewhere else, pretty much in my house. And uh, two areas to congregate around. And um, they gave me the ones I like. I just got the stick candles. I don't want to start people, oh, you know, I have the candles all over the house. No. It's not the candles. It's the candle light. It's the candle light, you dumb fuck. I'm trying to act like I'm cool. Like, hey, I don't think I go collecting candles. But if you do get them, get me the stick ones. Anyway, that's what, uh, <laughs> that's what they did. It was that and some chocolate. And uh, some had... Some substance in it and some didn't. And it was very appreciated. It was very appreciated. Sarah, right? And uh, Ezra, the, uh, the, uh, the cookies with pot in them. I'm going to be honest. And then almonds with, that were so good. And I ate them and I continue to eat them. I brought them back to California with me. That was very sweet of you. You're nice. You're a nice person. You know what Eric told me today before the we just turned on the recorder? That I was the funniest person on the planet. That's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, girl? I didn't say that. No, I don't think I said that. No, I remember you did. Well, whatever. I don't care. Um, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Winnipeg Comedy Festival. I'm coming there. It's next, well, today's Friday. So this uh, coming Friday, a week from today, I'll be in Winnipeg at the Comedy Festival. It's called Odd Block. It's called Odd Block? 
Odd Block Comedy Did they put that on my website? Yes. They did? Good. That's such good news to hear that. That is really good news to hear that. Um, Let me ask you a question, Eric, uh, if you don't mind. Here's what I'm going to ask you. Did I mention... uh, Oh, I I remember. I'm sorry. I got a little lost there. So uh, sometimes I'll tell the podcast people to say to George Carlin, and when they get to the door, they mention it. And I really screwed up, and I genuinely... To George Carlin, I apologize. I, I failed on the Portland end of it to tell them that. So a lot of people were coming in and saying that. Now, unlike in Philadelphia, where I remembered to tell the club owner, hey, there's going to be this thing we do. Let's put aside some seats for our podcast people. And they remembered. So it worked out perfectly. Uh, So that won't happen again. And if it ever does, you should tell it won't. It won't. But if it does, say to someone at the door, I think Todd might have forgot to mention it to you guys, but you might want to go get him because... If they would have done that, I would have said, holy shit, I forgot. But anyway, um, so if that happened in Portland, I genuinely apologize, and that won't happen again. I know uh, I like you people sitting up front, obviously. So there we go. Um, last, and then I'm going to throw it to, the, to, to today's show with Henry Phillips. Henry Phillips! Um... I am doing a show for, what is the, just tell me out here, Eric, like, what is this, this show, by the way, I'm doing this show this Sunday, I mean, today's Friday, so it's this Sunday, and it's uh, to raise awareness, what, what is it called? It's a fundraiser for marijuana advocacy. And the thing is, I went over and saw the venue where they're doing it. What's the venue? It's called... Um, Wonderlist. Wonderlist. And it's not just, you know, people sitting around... Uh, uh, you know, with nothing to do, trying to raise money, they they really put something together. Like the, you know, it's uh, Joey Diaz and uh, Sam Tripoli and me doing a show, and uh, then there's different rooms where you can do other stuff. There's an outdoor patio area, so it's like this sort of little event that they've created, and at the same time raise money for uh, there'll be music, and at the same time raise money for the uh, acceptable centers we're going to get. So that's uh, what it's it's this Sunday. Is there a name of the event? Does it have a name? Advocate, a cannabis industry fundraiser. Wow, you heard it here, folks. Come on, Sunday, come on out. I'm bored. All right, you can hang out. You say, hey, listen to the podcast. I'll talk your ear off. All right, listen, it's not that easy. I don't want to look desperate. Okay, everybody, that's it. That is it. That is the opening of this show. Today, it was Henry Phillips and... uh, and, you know, Deborah Robinson came by because, you know, I think her and Henry, maybe, huh? Why? Maybe their boyfriend, girlfriend, shut up. So um, Deborah uh, Robinson came by just to, have, just, just to hang out. So I like it because I like having energy in the room. You know, there's fun to have people that are just hanging out. It, it makes me enjoy the show more. So uh, she was great. She was easy and fun to be around. So, uh Everybody, that's it. Um, I miss you. <laughs> hey, can I stay at your house? Where do you see the new our new website? And we'll, we're going to throw some love towards the guys that are doing it. 
Lance and Cameron, but we'll we'll spend more time because they are really helping me redo everything. There's going to be the coolest store there. Oh, what type of things are you going to be able to buy? I don't know. Maybe everything from a mug. Sure, you've heard of that before. Yeah, we'll have T-shirts. We'll bring back the grilled cheese sandwich T-shirts. Sure, we will. Uh, oh, what about a? Uh, there's a price. We do a show live from your house. Sure, it's going to be expensive, but it's going to be at the store, the Todd Glass store. You're going to like what you see. Maybe you get your own jingle. Maybe you get your own jingle. Maybe there's a store where you can buy your outgoing voicemail message. Sung by Joe. Lyricist Joe. Maybe we have bonus podcast. Well, that's what we're definitely going to start doing. We're going to definitely start having bonus podcast. Oh, what's that mean? I don't know. Now nah, you won't like that because you're going to have to pay. Aha. I might do it like an after show and have it, uh, I don't know. Look, everything's uh, changing around here at Todd Glass headquarters. <laughs> things, are, things are changing. <laughs> All righty. I love you. Say it, Eric. I love you. Ah, I knew you did. You're weird. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hi, everybody. It's the start of the show. That's where we started, yes. That's where I decided to come in. I made an executive decision. All right, how's everybody? Good? Everybody's feeling good? Yeah. Let's start with the song. Let's start with the new one. The, the, uh, what is it called? It's the, uh, the, the, the Todd Glass Show. No, not that. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, the, the new one that we couldn't find and then we found. There was like three of them. Henry Phillips <laughs> is sitting right across. Uh, you know, I feel better if I search for this. You're fine, right, Henry? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Deborah Robinson is here. It's a god. De- Deborah Robinson, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say your last name wrong? I thought I said it wrong. You looked at me and I got nervous. Oi. Um, Cody Woods is here. Is it Cody Wood? or um, I know what it is. Cody Wood, Aristotle. Uh, Aaron is on the board. Aaron Roach. Ah, oh, if you choose, is on the board. And Eric Olson. Yay! Yeah. Sure I do a round of applause. Sure I do a round of applause. I'm old school. <laughs> Fluff it up a little. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it upright. Which song were you watching? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh what's the, we, we search, it's, Damn let's it. do the new one. I hate being unprofessional. Who, um... No, no, no. <laughs> Shit, hold on. I, I, I'm going to find it. We're, we're in your garage we're and you hate being unprofessional. And it's the Todd Glass Show, it's called. The Todd Glass Show. It's the Todd Glass Show. And we're going to sing along and we're going to have fun. It's going to be great. Henry, we're excited you're here. Are we'll we probably on come right, right in here. I'm going to make it. Why? Of course I'm going to do it upright. I can't get enough of this podcast. Oh, we got you one too.
Improv? What? Wait, what happened? Oh, oh, I love it. I can't get enough of it. Wait, my I headsets could, I are not done working. That worse, man. My headsets are not working. No, they're working, but they're that's a lot better. They're Henry, called how are you? Uh, Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Let's play Henry in with his new one because they're here for one reason, and this is to uh, we have to we're going to promote the fuck out of your hour tonight. Uh, when nice. I'm done, ah. Uh, Neither here nor there. You can watch it on Vimeo now. Sure, I got you bubbles. You can rent it for three ninety nine, or just buy it for seven ninety nine. Henry Phillips' new special. There's a few bubbles. I think you'll love it all. It pairs well with authentic tuna fried rice that you can watch on Henry's Kitchen. Henry Beautiful. Phillips is wanna, our guest. I want to retweet that. You, you want to? Uh, sure, I'll give you. Out there? What do you want me to do? Put it on a zip drive? Hey! Oh, zip drive. Sure, I make a big deal about it. Um, <laughs> how are you, Henry? I'm doing great. You feel good? I'm, yeah, no, I feel fantastic. God damn it. Yeah, it's good to be here. By the way, let me say this right up front. That way I don't have to say it again. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say it all I want. I'm not joking around. People listen to the show. It's like when I ask people to tweet. I got my army of people that always help me out. I'm telling you, it's not a favor. If you go get this special, what's it, what's it called again? It's called Neither Here Nor There. Well, why don't you just tell me what it is? It's Neither Here Nor There. You know what? I'm trying to help you promote your special. No, Just, it, I don't, neither I, I heard here it was, nor you there. You know what? You're very. You're being negative. You're being, can I tell you something? Can you listen instead of? Uh-huh. The word out on the street is that, that you know the negativity. You got it. It's you did it. I that special looks beautiful. No bullshit. But no it, bullshit. It's neither here nor there. Okay. I mean, can I? It is neither here nor there. You're writing it off. A lot of people put a lot of hard work into this. The guy, a lot of people, producers that spent money on it, and then you have uh, you know Steve Finearts who directed it. Mm-hmm. Who who Steve Finearts? We all know he created Eddie, Eddie Pepitone. Mm-hmm. That's what he tells people now. <laughs> I go, you didn't create him. He goes, he was shit with me. He was a guy sitting in his basement with a humidifier. I go, I think you're out of control. He still is. So, but what is the name of it actually? It's neither here nor there. Oh, come on. It's really good. I think you should be more positive. It's all neither here <laughs> Can I here tell you there. about those bits? Unless you oh, yeah. just do it and do it and do it. <laughs> it just gets... First, I think, really, am I going to really do this bit? But then, after a while, I start enjoying it. Well, they say every bit's perfect if... For, let's say there, there's three people out there. If, if one guy got it right away, another one got it after the second one, and, and another guy still doesn't have it. Oh, so that's that how true? you know it, that's how Who you know it's a perfect that, bit. Who doesn't that's still the, know? That's the bit of you think three guys. Do you think <laughs> the rule of three guys? Do you really think but, there's a listener that's going, "Why is Henry being so negative?" <laughs> I mean, of course, now they're I would not. love that. But what is the name of it actually? It's neither here. Henry! <laughs> no, I'm not joking around. What I, it, come on. Um, Be positive about it. I want you to know. Okay. The special is called 
Uh, it's neither here. By nor the way, there. you can't say it's called because that ruins the bit. It's I know. Opposite. I didn't know we were. Uh, but no, okay. no. I wanted to end it anyway. So. But, but even even in the who's on first, there's some there's some flaws there. There are. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you start well, like start talking? Says, fuck what face. What is the name of the guy? Well, no, that that works, I guess. Oh yeah, I think You're it all right. worked. I think they figured it out. I think the problem is there wouldn't be a guy named what. That's the part I have <laughs> at the bit. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing falls apart right at that moment. Um, hey, can I tell you my Snapchat story? First, I gotta play this. That's him. Okay, I figured out what he's saying at the end. He emailed me. He says, I, 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 you say this and I tell you every time. No, I know what it is. He emailed. I've always known it. What did you know what it is? Is here. No, it's also is here and jet ski. I swear to God, he emailed me. It says Aristotle, where, where we wrote it down. But basically, it's is here, is here first and then jet ski. Or Wait. one or the other. Now that guy made it as upset it. if we're wrong. Do you want to try to hear it again? I know. What, what I can't keep playing it? No, I've never play. seen you so mad at me before. With, the, with my friend Henry Phillips, <laughs> I look stupid. I look like I'm getting yelled at by my parents. It's so embarrassing. No, go. What were you going to say? Is here. Thank there you. Go. But you didn't know it said jet ski. Let's see. Well, no. He, he emailed me. I swear to George Carlin, he emailed me, so it has to say jet ski, unless you think the guy who wrote it's lying. I knew it. There was I'm a look sure on your face says, like... I'm sure it says it in there, but it's not, is here... Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. And then I'll be right... You gotta go back a little further. Start it from the beginning. I'll be right with you, Henry. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Let's say it first. I know what it's saying now. Jet ski. You're the second time. Can I tell you? I usually hate screaming. I like clean music, but I love that song. I love it. uh, So, uh, so um, whatever was going on over here, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Something was. Um, cool. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. You think I'm a good interviewer? Yeah. Wrong. That's how stupid Ooh. you are. I've been oh, very man. unprofessional. You haven't even noticed because you're too busy. Over I, there. I've always been wrong. I was the guy who said Zach Galifianakis was never going to make it. You it did used to say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you did. There's egg on my face. No way. Can I tell? <laughs> yes. I yes. never said that, by the way. I know. People um, get it. Uh, so, all right. I'm going to tell you the Snapchat story. So, I was in St. Louis recently. Prior to going there, I was talking to a couple of people, younger people, about um, Twitter and all this social media stuff. And this one kid goes, oh, you got to get on Snapchat. That's like the big one. And I was like, all right, ugh, you know, it's so exhausting. You got to go from one thing to another. And I've already built up the Twitter thing. And now, um, but he said, no, I get in there now. That's where everybody's going. It's huge. People are getting huge results out of it. It's, it's worth it. People say Twitter's over. Exactly. So... I go to St. Louis to do a show, and right before the show, I'm hanging out at the bar, and there's a couple uh, regulars sitting around at the bar, and there's this bartender guy, uh, you know, kind of like a lot of these Midwestern guys. He's sort of burly. He probably was a wrestler, and now he's kind of a middle-aged dude, you know, but uh, he's talking about how his daughter is on uh, Instagram or something like that, and she puts her... Uh, her drawings on there, and she gets all kinds of likes and follows and all this other kind of stuff. And then somebody says, you know, she could probably monetize that because that's a lot of that's happening with social media and stuff like that. And so then I jumped in there, and I said, um, 
well, you know, you should get her. I, I thought maybe I'm helping her. You should get her on the ground floor of the Snapchat thing. I heard that's the one to be on. Get on Snapchat. And he goes, oh, that one. I haven't even heard of that. What is that? Then this lady, a couple seats over me, goes, oh, that's the one where it disappears after five seconds. So the kids use it to show their genitals to each other. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, it, it it goes away. So you take a picture, you know, the vagina or the penis or whatever, and the teenagers are doing this now. To, and the guy's looking at me like, my daughter's 13 years old. Why would I want her to be on this thing? And I'm already already coming from L.A. You always look like you're morally bankrupt anyway. Everybody just assumes that. Well, but, but also, I love, there's so many elements of that story. Number one, that you're yeah. embarrassed situation you got in. And also that this woman is wrong. That's not all they use it for. Like, in her mind, oh, yeah, they just use it. Because you know what she thinks? That she'd be showing her vagina yeah, to everybody. Yeah, exactly. But it would only go, She years ago, she thought, I would send out everyone a picture of my <laughs> vagina if it went away in five seconds. Oh, and now man, these Fucking awful. kids get to do it. Yeah, it was awful. So notice uh, I said vagina because it's a professional show. Sometimes so, uh, Henry Phillips is our guest. Requests, and All right. Sometimes Todd books the perfect guest. He wrote the song with shingles based upon Henry Phillips is back. He nah. gets a little bossy. What? How he's always seeking coffee. Why, of course I did. Or when he's cooking stuff in Henry's kitchen. Henry, Henry Phillips is on. Whoa. Wow. Of course, it's a professional show. Beautiful. Cody, we oh, all we, nice. we wrote a song for you, everybody here. Do we all practice it? Absolutely. You swear this so is embarrassing. Of course I you, you thought I did. Professional. Oh, oh Cody. Cody. Cody, Cody. You're great. great. Oh, oh, Cody. Cody. You're so fun. <laughs> there you go. So back to this. Uh, that's why it's a good oh, show. Yeah, yeah. I can do all that, and I go right back to the interview because I'm fucking good. Well, check this out. So uh, one night I got on stage and tried to tell that story. And it's harder to tell a story like that on stage sometimes. And so I got to the end. Well, there was hardly anybody at the show or whatever. I got to the end. There was nothing. And remember that old instinct? A lot of comics would make fun of it or whatever where where you'd say, you know, if a joke didn't do well, and then you'd kind of wait a beat. So anyway, we're dating now. Remember that? Right. Like, yeah, it's like, so I didn't realize I was doing this, but when I, I told that story, and like some knee-jerk reaction came up, and I was just like, well, so anyway, I started following her, and I was like, am I doing the modern <laughs> version of the old we're dating now? It's like, so anyway, I friended her. Uh, you know, it's like, that's the new thing. We're going to start saying, so I'm following we got to explain to, wait, wait. to younger people that that was a big thing. So we're dating now. You explain. I'm out of it. What? Well, I'm only 28. Oh, that's right. Well, we got to explain to... People forget because I had a face. You know I had a problem with my face. When I was... <laughs> I, didn't know I don't that. know if anybody thinks this is funny, but I had a... Uh, when I was 20, I got into a bad... Uh, there was some damage done by a car accident. Oh, I didn't know. That. And uh, my face was unrecognizable. This is true. Oh, so that's what it is. And then I had the face. I had to put on a face of a of an older guy on my face. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I have the face of. I know whose face I have. I've seen. His oh, picture. so it wasn't that long ago when this happened. No, this happened twenty years ago. 
Okay. 30 years ago. <laughs> I see. I mean, wait, 28 years ago. <laughs> oh, 28 yeah. years ago. Well, I two see. years before I was born, sure. Oh, I see. This okay. comedy sucks, and I'm sorry I have to put no, you through No, 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 it's quite all right. You think it's good? No, now you have to end it with the... Uh, so, so anyway, I'm, so I friended her. <laughs> <after> all that. <laughs> Right, so listen. I blocked him. Uh, I have uh, a lot to talk about. The uh, let's let's. I want to give it out. So here's what I wanted to say: the people listening, which is most of the audience that listens. Well, once in a while you get someone they turn it on. It's in their ears, but they're looking out the window at a dog. And they they're mad because they can't follow the show. You know, they daydream while they're listening to the show. That's not my fault. Um. <clears throat> so uh, uh, Henry special. It's what's the name of your special? It's neither here nor there. Now, you know what? I gave you a lot of time to think this through. It's neither here nor there. And let me tell you something. It is just shut up and take the compliment. You don't have to say thank you even. You just shut up and then this special is so good. Like you will not. Look, you know what? The truth of the matter is it's an investment to sit down and watch anything for an hour. Let alone people, of course, go out live to see a show. But even to turn something on and give it an hour. It's like that's why sometimes I have to be in the right mood to watch something because it's like. I'm used to what I'm used to. But if you fucking watch this special, if you make this your thing, you're going to take an hour to watch, you will be so fucking happy. It ends so quick. It's so tight. It's so good. It's, it looks beautiful. And you will watch it, and you're going to be like, fuck, Todd was right. That hour went by quick. So there's that. And um, can I say thank you or no? No. Because okay. you're a smart ass. All right. And well, I, I was going like to say it sincerely. <laughs> no, no, you, you can. No, thank you. Uh, that's... That's really nice of you. I, I feel so happy with it. We showed it the other night. We did a screening, and uh, it was a lot of fun. At first, I thought it was going to be impossible because we had some powerhouse comics, Eddie Pepitone. Brendan Walsh. Uh, Paco. Yeah. Brendan and, Walsh. Uh, yeah, Brendan Walsh, and uh, who's in the special also. He does the But uh, I thought, well, how's, how's the special going to follow? And, uh, and it was a lot of fun. And like you said, it seemed to go by real quick. Duncan's uh, my friend that was there. Not to brag. I have a friend named Duncan, and uh, his parents have a circle driveway growing up. But, uh... Wow. Thank you, operator. That's more of a story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and he said, yeah, in the room, it was like the laughter in the room was matching the laughter at the uh, at the at the at the audience. You know, where the I don't know what you did. Anyway, thanks. What did you do? Well, thank you. Um, uh, so we're uh, so you stressed out? Do you have a problem? Do you uh, do you ever get mad and crush cell phones? I'll tell you why I ask. Um. Deborah said Actually, she's pissed <laughs> off and she wants me to talk to you about I your do, I do hate uh, technological things. Yeah, yeah. No, she didn't really say that. Well, yeah, I was using Deborah's uh, computer uh, this morning and I tried to uh, go to this website because I wanted to uh, constant contact where I could send, send out my emails. And I kept getting this thing that said about blank. Has anybody, can it, does anybody know enough about computers to know what about blank is? But it was like, can we swear on here? Of course. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> So I was like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you about blank. What do you mean? I got to do this shit. I'm sending out stuff. I got a special. I got to, you know, there's a guy who lost his entire fucking li- life savings on this thing. I want to send this thing, and I'm getting about blank. What the fuck is I don't know. Blank? Are you serious? But anyway, yeah, so I, what I generally will do is I'll punch the screen, but I was using oh. Deborah's computer. So, so you couldn't. That's why she's saying that I do have a, a problem. Well, well, because but I don't. I never do my own my own technology though. I never punch my own phone or anything. Well, I used to, but I don't anymore. That would be self destructive. Well, right? I used to, you know, and also I'm very clean. So if I broke something, I had to instantly clean it up. You know how the, the <laughs> demoralizing that is to get mad, break a bottle, and then instantly start sweeping it up. Yeah, <laughs> you can't even enjoy the. Oh, the, I know. <laughs> the, that'll that'll straighten your temper out. The, oh, the not wanting to to uh, to clean instantly afterwards. It's so awful. 
But you know what? I'm proud of myself in that sense that I did used to have it. I never, I'm always even-tempered with other people. That's not where I have a problem. If I have a problem, I'll preface for eight hours. And, but with myself and organization, it's all organization. That's mm-hmm. all it is with me. Just not even the, the shallowness of the cleanness of it. No, it's more than that. It's my head. It's like any organization throws me off kilt. But I'm so much better at it like now than I used to be mm-hmm. um, even five years ago. I almost have it like I'd say 80% under control. Yeah. Why do I laugh like an old... Oh, there's somebody at the door. But I did... Oh, we're not like those other shows where we care if someone's at the door. Other shows, they're like, oh, let a funny character. And that's other shows. So stupid. No, no, no. We're no, not no, like no. other shows. I'm other glad. Shows, other shows are like this. Oh, hello, who's there? We don't even give a shit. I don't give a shit. Let's have yeah. a who doesn't give a shit more contest. Absolutely. I don't give a There's shit. Do you give a shit? I don't give a shit I don't. You seem like you do give no, a shit I, a little I don't, bit. I couldn't give less of a shit. Nah, doesn't it seem like he gives a shit? I could not then even Then why would your special be so good? I don't give a shit. Look at me. He does seem like he gives a shit. I don't. Okay, listen, look at me. Look at me. I don't even give a shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even care. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, why would I? Why would I move the bottle around yeah, like yeah. that? If I gave a shit, I don't give a fuck. You That's give true. A shit. No, you give a shit. You guys give a shit. No, yeah, no, no, no. no. Aristotle, you I definitely give a, give a shit. shit. I, I don't, don't give. A, I don't give a shit. Get more aggressive. I, I don't give a. Shit. I don't give a shit. Henry, you do. Come on, you. I don't your, give a shit. Okay, then why is your hair all combed? I could. Why is your hair all combed? Well, you know, it happened by accident. I don't give a fuck. It could have just as easily been blown into a messy haircut. I don't give a shit. Why would I? Random chance. I never gave a shit. Never. I never give a shit. Cody definitely gives a shit. Look at him. Oh, all my clothes are nice and my hair is perfect. I feel like Todd gives a I shit. I think you give I don't, shit. Yeah. His hair is combed and gelled. No, fuck that. I, are you guys just saying that to... No, to I think you do. I don't give a fuck. Well, I know, don't give a fuck. What, you, know, when, you know how you can tell is when people imitate you, that's whether they can tell. And when people imitate you, they go... I give a shit. And that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's the, isn't that the go-to impression of you? It's always, I give a shit. So I'm just saying, that's, that, so they're just a mirror to you. So when James Adomian is doing me, like yeah, he'll yeah. be on stage and go, let me tell you something. Oh, I give a shit. Yeah, I yeah. give a shit. Exactly. And that's, there's, uh, there's a little bit mom, of truth. Did your mom drop My you mom. off? My mom. What? Did your mom... Your, is that your mom? Um, well, she should have. No, she I'm being me totally off. serious. Well, yeah, she dropped me off, but that was like 40 minutes ago or whatever. No, what's she still doing? Okay, me, me. Is just, she still out there? Right? Yeah, she, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. To George Wallace. That's my safe word. Okay, that can't happen. I feel bad. Uh, I'll edit this out. But you can't. Kind of okay, seems like you give a shit. Well, I mean, I do give a shit a little bit about my mom being. That's going to ruin she, the that show. Is and Aristotle, we'll talk about your comment later. That's her horn honk for sure. That's going to be really awkward. Oh man! Can Is you that going Should I tell her to stop? No, Henry. Bullshit? No bullshit. No show. Okay. Just me and you. Okay. How does she think she can do that? Well, I I, I, I told her it was going to be about two hours. Well, there's. I get it. If it was even if it was three hours, you can't just. Yeah, I know. It's rude, and uh, you know, and and it sounds like she's really, literally, like right out in front of the garage. Like, what's going on here? Do you want me to say something? I, I don't. Let me. Just, it's really disruptive. It's it's basically just. Is she, will she ruining the show? I'm being totally honest with you. Okay. I don't know. If yeah, you yeah. Think, that's. Not, I'm more mortified that like that's not gonna. That's ruining the show. I know. I'm go, worried. Maybe about you should it. go talk to her. I am. Um, do you think I? If I do though, that kind of. Wouldn't that no. disrupt the whole? No, I'll take. I'd rather take a All quick. Right. I can edit. I can make a quick. I'll edit. go talk to my mom. I'll make yeah, a, just, I'll, we'll take a deep just breath. Tell and her we'll what? Tell her, tell her to stop honking? Well, or? Henry, I don't, 
You have to tell her. I don't know what to tell her. If that well, was my mom, you... I'd freak out. Yeah, but I wouldn't yell at my I mom because we know that type of relationship. Coming from a stranger, like if you you're want just, me to go talk, if you're just a neighbor, she hasn't seen you. So if you just go out and say like, "Hey, shut the fuck up! What are you doing, you crazy bitch?" You know, something no, like that. No, I don't want to talk. But if like I go, it'll be like, somebody. "Mom, can you please stop?" And then we're gonna get. Why? I mean, if, can I tell you? I'm being honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If my mom was doing that. I, and I don't, we have a good relationship. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's maddening. Well, um, if my mom I was told due, her it was going to be two hours. Can I ask you to come, and I'll edit it out. Let's just, let's I'll just edit leave this out. it. Let's just leave it. Why is your mom dropping you off anyway? Well, I, I don't have a car. I'm between cars That's cool, that's moment. cool. I've been um, there, I've been there. Um, she, um, is, she, is she okay? She has her wits about her? I mean, oh, Jesus, I thought she did maddening. until she's honking right now. I mean, that's... that's <laughs> Oh Tell you what, God. you know what? Let's ignore it, and she'll do it. Okay. But, but I can't really even hear it. That I'll well. ignore it. You can't. <laughs> you can't hear it, right? It's like you know. It's like being in the city. There's horns honking all the time. You know, I'm used to it. So um, you're so bad. You want the show to go like in real life? If this was happening, you have to sell it that you can't really hear. It. Yeah, I can fucking hear it. <laughs> no, I can't hear it. No, I can hardly hear it either. Okay. Oh, right. So anyway, uh, is she, um, is she knocking. Is she ringing the doorbell now too. Going on, I, I oh, you like know what? I did. I I know what it is. I forgot my flonays. Do you, <laughs> that's what it is. Do you think it's wrong to make um, Aristotle play your mom coming in? <laughs> no, I won't do that. All right, listen. Let me. My go, Flomax. Go, let's take a deep breath. I'll I go talk to her. I my prostate medication just to bring it to the podcast. Yeah, you well, know. can't she get out of the car? There's parking everywhere. Uh, that's what I would think. Yeah, maybe she's double parked. Oh Jesus Christ. Thank God for run, this. Run, run, run from the bit. Run, 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 run from the bit. Run from the bit. Run from the can we play one of your songs from your special? Sure thing. Is that okay? Absolutely. Is that embarrassing? No, I, I'm very proud of it, and okay. uh, let's do it. Oh, this was during... Yo, I know what part this is. Yeah. This is... Yesterday I walked along a tree-lined avenue Just thinking of the one I loved And suddenly I knew there was dog shit on my shoe Dog shit on my shoe Ooh, we have digged it up There's dog shit on my shoe I tried to wipe it off Tried to wipe it off I'm a moron. You, will you just do it live for us? Why am I playing a pre-recorded? Well, no, no, I like this, but it, there is no, a visual thing it. lacking. Come you, on, please. People aren't seeing. Henry, please. They're not sing seeing the, song. the visual. Please sing the song. There's please dog shit sing. on my shoe. No, with the guitar. I want to um, hear the big production you'll do. Yeah. Well, now this is awkward. It's not right I'll, to t- do. I'll tell you why. Tell me why, and I'll listen. Because because what you're embarrassed. What that you song. just played was Are not, you was not really something from my special, and I didn't want it. I thought maybe it would just blow over, and it'd be like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. But I ha- now that when you asked me to do it, I don't know that song. I've never heard that song. So you know what? It's, it's sort of I didn't want to embarrass you for playing something that wasn't on the special. But I don't actually, know, you're I don't right. Know what that is? Here, this is this is is this you? I guess you do some straight song. Tired of this bit, but, but can that I say was, something? Uh, Stan Freeberg, isn't this guy good in a way? Like, don't you love to not like it? But yet he's having fun. I love it. Absolutely. Like 
you're not here to listen to songs. Oh, what, no. What's my show turning into a shit festival? I thought I was here to listen to songs. No. Oh, you want to listen? to um, Did you want to hear it, Don? Sounds like more like his production company. He's got to plug it. But now, what? Um, the other one, "Run from the Bit." That's that's a classic Beach Boys song. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me uh, hear that. I don't even know it was to be honest. Brian Wilson. Run, was, run, run, yeah. run. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And they had a great sense of humor even back then. You know, cause they, they did. They how would, do you know? Well, that? they would do bits, and then they—that's how they came up with that song, "Run from the Bit." Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They didn't. Uh, uh, they were funny guys. Do me a favor. Yeah. Uh, my nephew makes a request. Just do a little bit of. You know, there's a little bit of a cadence, and even though I know where it's going, I still laugh every single time telling you, you want to bring a friend to my show. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, and there's so, another one I want um, you to do that you've done before, Todd, too. yeah, no, I've got this buddy. Um, he was in the PG, you know, Persian Gulf. Oh, wow. Uh, back in the early 90s, and uh, they uh, they played Russian roulette, uh, and they, they put a gun. Yeah, I don't know if you ever saw it. was a deer hunter, you know, where they do that whole scene where they're playing Russian roulette. But anyway, it's traumatized them, and they were all laughing during the time. So to this day, if this guy hears laughing of any kind, he freaks out. It remind, it takes him right back wow. to that time. So no laughing for him, and he's visiting me, and I'm like, what can I do? What, where can I take him? And I thought, well, maybe I could take him to one of your shows, because... <laughs> Again, you know, I can't, I can't go to like, uh, you know, I can't take them to like uh, some Paul F. Tompkins show or something. Everybody's going to be laughing the whole time, you know. So I was thinking if I could take them to a Todd Glass. And, uh, and, and the other one was yeah. the other one was the, he gets nervous around crowds. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. if there's any assemblance, one night you said He's it's got so a, perfect. You agoraphobia. go agoraphobia. You said if there is. was any assemblance of any <laughs> amount of people that he and he goes, oh, can I bring him to one of your shows? <laughs> You're insinuating not a light audience, but if there's any yeah. assemblance of an audience. He's got uh, that fear of fear of the crowds. And hey, I'm uh, gonna. Uh, I wanted to play something. <laughs> oh, Which is ironic, because I just saw you play in front of 3,000 people. Uh, 3,000? This is at the forum. 13,000, fuckface. Well, I didn't count them, but I know there was more than 3,000. Probably between 3,000 and 3,500. No, there least. was thir- 13,000. Again, there were a lot. I wouldn't say that many, but there were definitely a lot of people. <laughs> Do you remember on the phone you did it? <laughs> was even a lower amount? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You were like, there had to, what was there, like 500 people? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I think it's like 13,000. You go, whatever. <laughs> no, I didn't no, count. No, it was 13,000. It was 13,000. Well, and again, I wasn't counting, and and uh, no, I did. I I'm no, I'm talking about just the one show, just at that one night. I'm not talking about throughout the year or whatever. No, there's thirteen thousand people. That's I'm one talking show. about the one night. The yeah, one that's show. thirteen thousand. Well, I, I don't even know if that's possible. But, but I didn't uh, even know you were there. I hated finding out that yeah. you were there. Were you there too, Deborah? I want I wanted to because then he could have been silly backstage. There's a yogurt machine in the green room. With toppings all over the place. You know what somebody wow. said once? Why? I go, why fucking not? Why? Why not a yogurt Don't ask machine? why. They just, it was, that was so John much F. fun. Kennedy. Why? Why? Huh? Somebody, why when, when have they... a yogurt machine? <laughs> why not? Why not? It's not what you can do for your country. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, he. Ah. Oh, hey. Did you know ah, this? Ah, ah. Huh? Oh, yeah. Huh? Hello? Hello? I can't do any impressions. Oh, sure you can. I can't do impressions either. Someone told me you know the one times tables up to a million. Uh, Is that true? Yeah, I do. Shall I do it? That's pretty cool. Do you mind? That's pretty cool. Okay, sure, sure. I don't think I don't have a professional show. One. One times two is two. One times three is three. Oh, jeez. One times four is four. 
When, I got a fun game. Have you guys ever? You, yeah, you want to play games. my game? I love oh, this games. Fun. It's a numbers game. It's a lot of fun when you're out at a campfire or if you're at a party or something like that. And uh, you can do it when you're drinking too. It's fun. Uh, what it is? I'll pick a number between one and a hundred, and I'm going to say it. And what will happen then? In this case, Aristotle. I like how whoever's looks over and she's like, "What is he doing?" Whoever's on my left will say the number. Now you got to kind of pay attention. It's sort of a numbers game, but. You have to say the number that comes directly after the one that I just said. And then Todd, because you're to Aristotle's left, you're going to say the one after the one that he said. Mm-hmm. And then we go around until somebody screws it up. I have never played this where it's gone around a full time. Watch. Okay. Okay. Uh, seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Eleven. What was he? Le- ten. Oh. See? Ah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I have never played this game where it's gone the whole way around. There was one time we almost went the whole way, but I've never, ever done it that it's gone the whole way. Except for one time we were all sober. I have no idea. He's the, he's the missing link. Oh, fuck. If you weren't there, <laughs> that game would go around. I thought you were going to start at like 98, and then by the time it got to me, it was 100. But Dude, that I was. Love, I love that you're What do you love, here, Henry? Because you guys have a sense of humor. I have tried to do that bit <laughs> in like random assortments of people, and everybody's like, ugh, this guy's the worst. <laughs> Any bit. That's the stupidest game ever. You just say the number, and he can't even do that. Every bit I love. Henry is a bit machine. He's meant to do bits. He was built to do bits. Like, if there was a $6 million man, his name is Henry Phillips. (laughs) He was rebuilt to do bits. Life is a bit. But I wanted to talk to you about your temper more. Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, That, that, uh, put that there. And then, um, uh, so I heard this meditation thing a while back on the show, and somebody said, play it again. And it works. Now there's some cursing in it, but it's necessary. It's weird, because you would think, well, that would dirty up the... But we're so programmed that those words represent when we're frustrated. That's Fuck right. represents That's right. when we're frustrated. So to use those words to aggressively rid your body of some stuff, it oddly works. So for people that are listening to the show, pretty much, you know what? There's different levels, but everyone's stressed out. Even people that are going, I have it good and I'm stressed out. So everybody needs to just okay. get a hot towel. And let's like honestly this. do this here. Let's honestly do it in real time with the audience. Sit or lie comfortably, quietly. Allow yourself to be here fully in this moment. With your eyes closed, begin to connect with your inner world of thought and Stop feeling. Stop it! Stop this song! Gradually. You weren't doing it! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know if I'm Eddie Pepitone or me. <laughs> but I wish Eddie Pepitone was here and I would make him do this for this bit. You guys weren't imagining the song. <laughs> no. You're sitting there. You do this and you do that. You weren't pick, You weren't really trying to imagine and take and get away. We have to go somewhere with the listeners. You can't be thinking about other shit. I heard someone the other day said if you go to meditate and you drift off, don't get upset with yourself. That's part of it. You just It'll turn into 30 seconds. Then it'll turn into a minute. And then it'll turn into two minutes. So if you drift off, that's naturally what your mind does. Don't get upset with yourself or you're going to start hating meditating. I say fuck you to that. If you drift off, get very angry with yourself and tell yourself you're not worth it. If you don't think you're worth it, just get yourself off and cut yourself off from the outside world. And you think drifting off is a joke? Be angry at yourself. I will not drift off. I am not a fucking loser. 
I have the ability <laughs> to move away from the daily grind, and I can pay myself a little tribute. When I drift off, I go, no, I'm not fucking drifting off. I'm better than drifting off to what? To think about a bill? Am I a pile of shit? You think drifting off is a big joke? What are you drifting off at to think what you should be? You can't. You don't work hard enough to take to fucking play the song. I swear to God, if I even smell that someone in this room is drifting off. Sit or lie comfortably, quietly. Allow yourself to be here fully in this moment. With your eyes closed, begin to connect with your inner world. Putting a spotlight on everyone to make sure they're drifting off. Gradually, let the horseshit of the external world fade from your awareness. If you find your mind wandering to other thoughts, don't let it concern you. Just acknowledge that all that shit is fucking bullshit. You're here now, in this place, with your inner stillness. Those bitches can't get under your skin. They can't even. Take in a deep breath. Now breathe out. Just feel the fucking nonsense float away. Take full, deep breaths. Breathe in strength. Breathe out bullshit. Allow your breathing to discover its own natural, unhurried pace. If your thoughts drift to the three-ring shit show of your life, bring your attention back to your breathing. And with each breath... Feel your body saying, fuck that. With passive acceptance, just allow distracting thoughts to float by. Fuck that. Fuck that. With each breath you take, fuck your thoughts that. become lighter. And fuck all the that. soul-eating cocksuckers just Everything will melt away. away. Fuck that. Fuck take that. Everything is gonna be fine. Fuck that bullshit. That bullshit can go fuck itself. It can. Fuck that bullshit. Hey, I'm bullshit. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you, Fuck bullshit. you, bullshit. Hey, bullshit, come over here. You're lucky I don't get you in a headlock. Tired of your shit. Tired of your shit, bullshit. Fuck bullshit. Fuck bullshit. The Todd Glass Show. Is it necessary? You decide. Friday's at 9 after Mark Marin. We can turn the reverb <laughs> off. But wait, you can listen to it whenever you want, though. But by the way, I mm-hmm. let that song breathe at the end a little because it does work, right? It is very nice. Yeah, it's very relaxing. I knew if I interrupted it too much, we, I wanted there to be a little period where you went, actually, that does breathe out. How about when you return to the shit show of your life? I didn't think if that was that positive. And I don't I, like I the like word could, bitches either, but I think be, they meant... No, they could... What would know. be the reason that they can't use that language? If you're, if you're being negative about those things, like, there's no bullshit. Right. I'm not... Yeah. Like, fuck them for actually having a problem with it in the first place who the people that normally do these types of uh, yeah why are they afraid meditation to things yeah it's like what do you have a problem with cursing yeah, you're what you saying you... that i was raised in a gutter because i cursed right yeah fuck them fuck right yeah. right they give fucking assholes shit. i don't yeah. give a shit right. i really don't i don't either the other day i was yawning while chewing gum and blowing bubbles yeah because i don't care other people oh the gum's gonna fall out of my mouth i better not do that i just kept putting new gum in yeah see like the other the other day I was at uh, I was at Whole Foods and I saw this lady and I say I said your face doesn't look like dog shit 
And she got offended, but I'm saying, no, it doesn't look like dog shit. Okay, I mean, I gotta stop. I'm <laughs> saying it doesn't. I know, but I do have to stop you. I get the joke. The but insult you can't, would be, well, you, it does. I know, but you better. Why, why not not say anything? I was going with it. I wasn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you really think that I was going to tell you? That? I thought we were done. Yeah. I don't know. Who says that to somebody? <laughs> you know what? It, your 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 existence on this planet is not worthless. Hey, no, I said it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Seems like you're being sarcastic. I know. It feels Seems like that it way. Feels that way. Sure, That's it does. Right. Sure. Um. I'm gonna Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> what is this? Did we do this yet? Henry guesses our Phillips. <laughs> to George Carlin, pause it. To George Carlin, yeah. not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> what, that song? What I just said. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Henry guessed is our Phillips. <laughs> Oh, totally really? honest. Oh, I thought totally sure to George Carlin. That there that is a good. there is a stupid way that that word is worth it for big things and little things. Because right away, everyone in this room knows if he says the George Carlin, it's not a game. That's right. that's my safe word. That's right. Because but that was sounded like a parody of, ha- of dyslexia. You know. I know. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like a parody. It sounds Henry like guesses are Phillips. All right, go ahead. I think he's mocking the way you sing, but I couldn't throw it out. He's mocking my minor ninth chord. Listen to the words. Henry Phillips has returned. He couldn't stay away anymore. He has a way with cooking and he really loves his coffee and he'll help you get in shape with his Spartacus That's just the way it's meant to be. Can I tell you a recipe that I like? Sure. Um, <laughs> I thought it's necessary. Uh, okay, so, well, it's not really a recipe. I, it's a doctoring a dish. So I don't oh, know. oh, like a... Like I buy, I like, okay, I had this place, I got shrimp and grits. Have okay. you ever had that? I've never it's had It's basically that. like Thai. You ever get uh, shrimp curry? Yeah. Like from yeah, the Thai yeah. place? They have mm-hmm. chicken curry or they have like Penang. You ever get like shrimp Penang? That sauce that it comes in, it's so, it's sweet. Does everyone know what I mean? I don't know why I'm looking at I'm, I'm, well, I'm staring Deborah at Deborah. Like, she's like, I think kind of he's thing. scaring me because he's, he seems to really want me to understand this sauce. Well, because I figure Henry's not going to do it. You might, so I want you to. probably does. So, so yeah, it's like basically if you go to Thai food and you get, that's what it was like, but it was on grits. So I just figured, well, I'll just go buy it. So I'll go like order Thai food from a Thai restaurant mm-hmm. and I'll get the shrimp. Penang or shrimp and curry sauce. It's all the curry. I hope yeah. I said it right. And then I get it home and I just get, I get instant oatmeal. I don't feel like doing anything that involves having to think too much. And I make like, whoever I have coming over, if I have like five people, I make five bowls of oatmeal. I make it uh. thick. I make it twice as thick. Not oatmeal. Grits. Grits, grits. I make yeah, it twice yeah. as thick too. So it's like almost like when it gets into the bowl and then you pour the boiling hot Thai food on it. Mm-hmm. And when your spoon hits the bottom, it's like crazy good when it hits the grits and it works together. It's like the noodle of the dish yeah, or the rice yeah. of the dish, but you use grits. Wow, that, I would have never thought about that. Because I made grits. it up, asshole. Oh, You're on so my it, new show, Bad uh, Food Pranks. Oh, man. Um, well, you know, it's funny because I was thinking of a real dish that I really do make. Um, Anybody, you know, you can laugh out loud, you son of a bitches. I'll do uh, to George Carlin. I oatmeal, can't tell if um, you're serious. 
about, about what? About if you, if you eat oh, no, I really did that. Okay. I really did. The, the, the Thai well, food. You all understood <laughs> it, right? That comes, when you get that dish that I'm talking about, it comes in like a plastic thing because it's so much sauce. And then you pour it. You can pour it into a pot. Oh, Henry, what were you saying? I do an oatmeal pizza. And now hear me out. What you do is you just have the oatmeal, and you can get, like, you know, you know how there's a variety pack, apples and cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you do that, and then you get some mozzarella cheese, a little Parmesan or something like that. Stir that in there, and then you get some uh, pepperoni. You're not kidding. I can tell you're not serious. Well, wait. How come you get to be serious and I don't? (laughs) Well, wait, because if you're being, because I was being serious. That's why. Oh, I thought you said you were joking. No, I I meant that. Oh, well, then I'm serious. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to George Carlin, did you think uh, I was serious about the Thai idea? It's not an idea. I'm just grits. I okay. You I know, mean, I do grits all the time. To George Carlin, do you think do you think what I'm saying sounds good, or do you not maybe go? Uh, you know, I, I've you can be honest. There's amazing combinations. That's why when everybody poo pooed my pepperoni uh, oatmeal <laughs> thing, I mean, think about it. What's a pizza? It's cheese, pepperoni, and and some kind of bread flour type okay, thing. You and don't that's really basically do. oatmeal. Why couldn't you make an oatmeal crust? I'll bet some of these fuckers in uh, Silver Lake are making oatmeal crust with their fucking gluten free shit. Why did I get angry at them? Because it's funny. That's why. Because you get as you were doing that, I pictured you on like a show, but you're like, "Good Morning America" has a segment, but you start getting angry, and the producers like, "Have you noticed he's really these you, these seen, these these piles of you know what?" You know. Have you seen any of your friends get angry about the gluten free thing? Like. If somebody says, well, I have a gluten allergy, yes. people will get like, you and know, I'm not fuck part- your gluten allergy. It's just like, all right, there really is a thing called celiac disease or whatever where your body is allergic to gluten and it manifests itself the way a lot of things, pollen, whatever. But it's just funny to watch people get angry. I was at uh, Whole Foods with my friend and uh, he saw this gluten-free thing and he just was like, everybody needs to calm down with this fucking gluten-free shit. You know, it's like, wow. <laughs> I like any slant... That's that slant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to if I have someone sitting across from me going, you know, I know gluten's real, but no, I love the op. Like, really? believe me, I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> you. It's like, and I, you know what's great? When you don't have any gluten allergies, Yeah, that it doesn't come from you defending yourself. So why else would I defend that, yeah, that's real. Do, do some people get carried away with it? Could it have been a fad? Yeah, but if you thought yeah, any element too, of it was know. real, here's what I bet. I bet there's an element of it that is, or some people, maybe they thought they were allergic to gluten. They just became a little bit of a fad somewhere in there. Maybe amongst people that are conscious about their health, still not the worst thing in the world. But would some people just be doing it to do it? (laughs) I I would imagine yes. But the reason that you don't shit on it is because there's absolutely people (laughs) that necessarily have found it and gotten out of their diet. It's changed their life. And, and also- those people don't believe it. They think it's all bullshit. So when that guy says, ease up with the gluten, it's because he thinks it's all bullshit. But also, it's not affecting him in any way. Just don't well, buy the gluten, then. Exa- well, that's the other yeah. thing. Thank you. How come I spend an hour don't complaining, the and then you clean it up in 20 <laughs> seconds? Because you're right. You're like, then don't buy it, you pile of shit. <laughs> you always have to go the most direct route to tell people to cut the shit. That's right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do um, you? Yeah, yeah. Go the most direct route to tell people to cut the shit. Yeah, like you can usually bypass their bullshit, you know, instead of getting into a debate about it, going, wait, don't buy it. That was the name of my special. What? (laughs) Go the most direct route to tell people to cut out their shit. (laughs) That's too long. Well, that's what we started, but now it's just called cut out the shit. (laughs) We just shortened it. I'm going to play something for you. It's neither here nor there. Do you have any questions for me? Um, Because I do a professional show. Yeah. Are you, uh, when you're joking... um, 
How do we know? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, Henry. I don't know. Sorry, I have a I have a good sense of humor. I, I can handle a joke. I'm not going to get offended. I'm not that type of guy. <laughs> uh, so, but I would like you to tell me how did you start in comedy? Well, I started in comedy. I was 24 years old, and I remember going out to a comedy club. Well, well, now what's that then? No, I'm just. All right, don't you have a I, mean, I don't. I don't have to tell the story. No, I, I want to know. I'm serious. I oh, want to okay. know. Can you? Well, I went to a place called the Cinegirl, and they were doing open mic night. Oh, really? But that's. It sounds like he's making fun of me. He's saying Henry, blah, blah, blah. just tell the story. Oh, okay. Come on, right. i got to get out of here. Well, and then there was a guy, and he said, hey, does anybody want to go up? And my friends were like, kind of like, hey, man, you should go up and do your song. And it really does sound like he's making fun oh, Henry, of me. Oh, Henry, you're, you're really having a... Hold on, shut the music like, off. I don't have You're to. really being paranoid. Don't, oh, okay. Does everyone think Henry's being paranoid? Definitely. Paranoid, okay. right? All right, all right. Well, it, and I, it play, actually, I always play betting music okay, sometimes. Good. I, I play betting... I play the other betting music that right. I play well, for myself. It's, uh, Henry, you mm-hmm. really... You seem... Are you high? No, because you seem oh, played my the betting music I had. I'll show you, and I'll show you, so you so you relax. I do want to hear how you. Okay, start. okay. Here, here, I'll give you an example of something I do. You ready? Good, you can play it. As I start telling a story, and all of a sudden, I don't know, we'll score it. You know, we'll start oh, playing something. Yeah. Hey, you know, the other day I was walking down the street, and uh, my neighbor just got a dog. And I'll oh, just, I get it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so, I like that. Yeah, it's kind of like you, uh, sort of uh, '60s word jazz type thing. So, yeah, how I did like you it. get started? Well, it was pretty cool, actually. Uh, my buddies always talked about how I had this bit. See, your music was nicer. This is a little bit more... It sounds like he's making fun. Well, anyway, but you're right. So I went up on stage, and I killed. I mean, I destroyed. There was not one person in that room that wasn't like, this is the best guy ever. And all my friends... Girls were kissing me all of a sudden. It was like amazing. And I had never been kissed by anybody before, you know? And so it was just fantastic. It really does sound like he's making fun of me. I don't know why. So, no, seriously, Henry, I'm not. The music is just something we do, so. It just feels like when I start telling a story. How did you meet. Do you mind if I ask? Huh? Yeah. Um, How did you meet uh, Deborah? Deborah and I. I'm met, serious. I don't. Uh, I hope you don't mind. I like to do course. serious journalism. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We met uh, on the comedy scene, actually. Oh, cool. And uh, it was. Uh, I saw her doing comedy, and I was like, "Oh, she's fantastic." Mm-hmm. And we'll see right there. Blah blah blah. Are you serious? He's saying blah blah blah. That's something you say when somebody's rambling on too long. Can I tell you what I would have done if I were you? What? I would have had a beautiful story. I would have told it if he scored me with whatever he would score me with. I would just. Well, be okay. Like, well, let's see oh, how you did, do it. Oh, how did I meet uh, Deborah? Yeah. Well. I'll tell you. Um, she had been doing stand-up, and I would always go into the club late at night, and sometimes there'd be a few acts that I would want to go back in, and you know, because I wanted to see them perform, and I was outside smoking a cigarette, and someone said, you got to go see Deborah Robinson's up. I went in, I watched her, I thought she was really funny, and I was also attracted to her, and I thought, wow, this could be the start of something nice. There's what I would have done. Instead, well, you hear a little music in the background because you're not in the radio business. Okay. And you make it personal. Well, two things. One, it's so weird that you knew the exact story already. But also, um, all right, well, no, let me try it again. I want to be a professional. How did, actually, I want to be how, professional. I want to know, seriously, how did you get started in stand-up? Okay. Seriously. Well, all right. And, uh, okay, so, so what it was, there was a place called the Cinegirl where they had... I'm trying to get that smooth vibe that you had. They had the Cinegirl. And so picture this place. It's beautiful lighting. Beautiful lighting. And uh, I went in there, and they were like, does anybody have anything they want to do? And I went up on stage, and you know what? I killed. 
I absolutely destroyed. There was not one person in that showroom that wasn't laughing hard, and they were like, this is the best comedian that I've ever seen. And How long did you see, do? No, that was good. I did it, right? How long did you do? Uh, the first that time, night? The uh, first time you really went up. Three minutes. Where'd yeah. you go up? Uh, the Cinegrill. Do you, can you remember what... Oh, is that a true story? Well, wait. Now I don't know where we. Oh are. no, no. Okay, you're right. <laughs> to George Carr on now. Okay, asking. okay. Yeah. So yeah. where is the first place you went? Uh, that would have been the Cinegro. Oh. Yeah. Mm. It was. Do you want to hear the real story? To George Carr, and I do. Okay. I was at home watching the Tom Snyder show. Remember the Tom Snyder? Yeah. And uh, I mean, you know, I'm sure the younger people uh, like me have a harder time remembering. They can. Yeah. They can. Uh, they can Google it. Yeah. But watch uh, your mouth. Watch your mouth. My mom listens yeah. to the show. Oh, okay. So anyway, uh, Tom Snyder was interviewing Dennis DeYoung from Styx, and I was watching this, and they said he was going to be at the Cinecrill that night, and I was like, I love Dennis DeYoung. So I went. Turns out I was watching a taped show. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I Is went to the true? It's totally true. To George Carlin. So I, so I show up, and I go to the bar, and I was just kind of like not doing anything with my life. You know, I was just about to graduate from college, and I was just like, what am I doing? I always wanted to be a musician. I start telling the bartender, this French girl, that uh, I was a musician or whatever. And at the end of this show, this guy literally just was like, whatever. Does it, we're done. But does anybody have a song they want to do? Anybody. Which, how often does that happen? It's a nice cabaret place. And uh, the bartender, who I'd been talking to for a while, was like, this guy has, this guy has a song. And I had had a few drinks. And I was also feeling this yearning of, for attention. Like, I wanted to be in front of people whatever. So I went up. You're and sick. I, I did this song called, do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear the song? I have the guitar. Are you being serious? I'm dead serious. Can, Should can, I? Would I ruin if I said to George Carlin? To George Carlin. Oh, yeah. Then I def, of course. I'd want to yeah. hear it if it was a bit anyway. But I like going into it knowing. I don't like no, wondering. John Doerr tries to pull that shit. <laughs> I tell him, no way, John. Back up. Um, I smell a bit. But I did it on the piano, but I'm doing it on the guitar now. Let me get a piano Which, in here for By the way, you. if John Doerr were here, it would be hard for <laughs> me. Eric Olson should have gotten you a piano. <laughs> It'd be hard for me to not turn this you, into a piano. Are you mad at him because he didn't have a piano here for you? Be honest. Uh, if he cared about your, you, he yeah, would have yeah, a, pi- have a have, piano for I mean, the guy. It doesn't have to be a grand piano. It could be no. an upright or upright. You know? Can I tell you, I want to put an upright piano in my yard on those wheels, like when the, in the school when they move it from room to room, those big, gigantic piano wheels. And just have one in the yard. How cool would that be? And you can get them real cheap. People just come get them, basically. Wow, that'd be great. Well, yeah. It's a good story. I'm glad I told it to you. <laughs> Take my life after getting a reaction like that. Well, Were you serious with your reaction? Yeah. My story was, uh, was somewhat <laughs> Well, no, because I was, I was kind of getting... What do I it really It was a bad want? time because I, w- I was trying to remember the lyrics for the song that I did 20 years ago. No, can I apologize to you? Mm-hmm. I don't know what I expected from you. Just to make me look as stupid as I should look, overreact like you really care about the okay. piano story. Okay. What, what was I hoping? What was I hoping for? My story about wanting to put a piano on wheels. So you be what my fantasy is when okay. I tell that story. What would right. I, the best thing that would come oh, out of that story? So anyway, um, you know what I want to do, Henry? Uh-huh. I want to get a, you know, a piano and put it on those big wheels and put it in my yard. Holy shit. Isn't that a cool idea? Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Right? That would be amazing. So- so I could wheel it around the yard. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, can you imagine wheeling it around? Oh, my God. <laughs> can I tell you? That's here's the, the cream dream of I, the response. I, I, I cackled because I know where I took the bit. <laughs> the, here's the part. Only I knew this. Now you will, too. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew it was a bit, yeah, it's probably close to what I wanted. I don't know. Oh, you could push it there and do songs. You could push it there and do songs. You got into the area of what I needed. <laughs> could have turned it up a little. 
Well, yeah, no, I, I was, in all honesty, I was trying to remember the song that I did 20 years ago, and it just reminded me of one night I was at the improv, and a comic came up to me, and he said... Did this really remind you of it? Because I'll find out if you're lying. It did, no, because he... Huh. This, fishy. All I say is fishy, but go ahead, my, I won't interrupt. My head was kind of someplace else. I love Cody Woods. He really gets my sense of humor. <laughs> my head was kind of someplace else, and this comic comes up to me at the improv, and he goes, uh, hey, man, I got this new joke. What do you think? And... And he goes, okay. And so I've got this listening look on my face. But in reality, I'm thinking, what the fuck was the verse that I'm going to do? I was about to go on in like 15 minutes. So he tells me this joke. And I didn't, not only did I not crack a smile, I'm, I had the most stern look on my face because I'm trying to think of what that verse is. Right. It has nothing to do with him. It's just right. a bad time to tell a guy a joke. And the guy finishes the joke, you know, punchline better that what you know he tells the punchline and then i'm dead serious and it's silent and he goes wow man i'm not doing that that's for damn sure <laughs> wow that didn't get anything from you that was and then it just sort of dawned on me it's like oh i zoned out i wasn't paying attention this guy might have thrown away like the best joke ever just because of that one time that, it that was joke yeah i found out what that joke was i had a joke sestry.com Oh, yeah? Do a back search on that joke. Every joke has a story. Mm -hmm. That joke that you just told, you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. You mean the one about... Uh, the joke sestry joke. The joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, come on. You're telling a story. What was the joke you were telling? Uh, I, I got lost. The I'm sorry. story that he was... Uh, <laughs> the joke... Well, no, I didn't listen. I didn't hear the joke, so that's the problem. Oh, yeah, that joke ended up being... I got it, I got it, I got it. That, that joke, joke ended, ended up being... being <laughs> I did a thing on jokesestory.com. Yeah, yeah, and what was that it? That was the Howie Mandel putting the glove on his head bit. Oh, so you you mean that... That was the bit that it would have... This guy would have had that bit. He would have had that bit. Oh, man. But if I had just <laughs> laughed at it, if I would have given it... No, no, it I was saying, what if it was that bit? Oh, what if fantastic. you let that bit? I you get the joke. No, I love it. I like how that's how I get out of not having any. <laughs> well, uh, you don't give a shit. I don't. Well, I don't give a shit. A lot of shows. Oh, everything has to make sense because they're scared. I'm not even scared anymore. I don't even think about it. Even thinking about not being scared, it's like doesn't enter into my mind. To show you what a professional I am, and this is yeah. when people get upset. It's okay to be all over the place, but there has to be some follow through in a show. You say you're going to do something, you do it, and that's what I do. So you were going to do the song, the first song you ever did when you got yeah. up on stage. What was the name of the place again? Cinegrill. Nah, was, uh, why do you got to be rude? I try to do the bit it even the when Roosevelt it doesn't make Hotel. sense. The Roosevelt hey, Hotel. Hey, all I asked was what <laughs> hotel it was. And uh, <laughs> Say it. Say it's the Roosevelt. All I asked was hotel it was. It was the Roosevelt Why hotel. you got to talk like that in front of people? You'd be so disgusting. So this is going to be it. Can I put a little uh, reverb in your voice? Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. And if it's I'm too much, tell me. really well. You want to hear more guitar? I don't give a shit. I hear it great. Do you hear it that well? I don't give a fuck what it costs. Turn the volume up. I'm not like yeah, other shows. I got the air conditioning blasting in here and the heater. I got a space heater real. and two space heaters and two air conditioners. I'm not worried about the environment. I'm stupid. No, I'm stupid. Why? I can't help it. I'm going to be my Here's my sign. Henry Phillips is our guest, ladies and gentlemen, all through the night, through the wee hours. If you're driving down the road, I go old school. Oh, we're going to plug him in? I feel like I have tech people, people working here now. Like gay, uh, um, You feel like it? Oh, you got me good. Oh, 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 o
I do have tech people. Well, it was the way that Aaron was running over, you know, no, hunched yeah. over and a very subservient sound person. I better fix this way. Really exciting. I never felt such excitement in this room. When I was just a little boy, I know I tried to understand. And then I knew my mama and my papa. Henry Phillips? So the year is 1994. A young Henry Phillips was about six months away from graduating from college with a political science degree. He was watching the Tom Snyder show. They said that Dennis DeYoung from Styx was going to be there that night. It turns out it was a taped show. <laughs> and he shows up, and there was an open mic night, and there was a guy at the piano named Mark Nadler who was fantastic, and he was blowing everybody's mind. And I don't know if he had a few extra drinks that night or whatever, but for whatever crazy reason, at the end of the night, he said, does anybody have anything, any way that you want to express yourself, anybody that wants to come up and do anything at all, just come up and do it. Well, I had been kind of uh, flirting with the bartender who was French and uh, told her that I was a musician. And so she starts pointing at me and she's like, this guy does, this guy does. And I was like, ah, but you know what? I thought to myself, I'm tired of being a pussy. I'm tired of being a pussy all my life doing nothing. I gave up music six years ago when I was 18. Oh, that's my mom, I'm sorry. But, um, mom, okay, but anyway, so what happens is, uh, I said to myself, yeah, I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna fucking do this one little dumb song that I used to do for my musician friends, where I would read out of a newspaper and I would, uh, end it with a refrain and they'd all laugh. So I went up to the piano and did this song. So it's on the guitar now because you guys couldn't get a piano. <laughs> but here we go. I got a little chuckle and they're like, what's this all about? And then it was, and I know that we're generating extra high trade deficits. And I know that unemployment rates are high. And interestingly enough, you can still do this song now and you don't have to change it. <laughs> and then here's where I blow away. And I know, and people, I know people don't know the difference. General Motors just shed 14% of its automotive components operations to accelerate the overhaul of unprofitable North American expenditures, resulting in a loss of nearly 14,000 American fucking jobs. <laughs> but what do you want me to do about it? Mom, shut the fuck up. Here we go. And I know there's a hole in the ozone layer. Oh. And I know that atmospheric temperatures are on the rise. And I know that most environmental scientists agree that increased carbon dioxide levels caused by the excessive burning of fossil fuels could cause the glaciers to melt and the sea levels to rise, thus rendering mankind destined to extinction and the vast death of the entire fucking solar system. <laughs> by this point, they were all just good. Now picture yourself 20 years ago, because this was, you know, nobody had done this. I was on a yacht. What do you want me to do about it? And then here's where it goes. Check this out. In Spanish. Oh. Yo sé que el mundo es loco. Yo sé que hay muchos problemas. There's 88 verses of this song. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
But here's where I really got with this. I mean, by this time, there, people were on their floor. They were all drunk, but whatever. It was one of the dirty Pero, quieres que yo All right. So that was that. And then I did one final verse. And then I went, uh, and I know there's people dying all over the world. Oh. I know there's people dying right here tonight at the Hollywood Cinegro in the Roosevelt Hotel. That was a little joke about dying, you know, like I'm dying. But it, I was actually killing, so it was one of those jokes where you're putting yourself down, but were wink, you, wink, I'm actually doing really well. Were you doing really well? It was, yeah. I, this is why I started doing comedy, is the way this song went over. That's, I'm, and by the way, I'm kind of pointing out the irony of how Well, we do a lot of reverb in your voice. <laughs> no. So but it anyway. does sound like it's, uh, you know, a documentary in a way. Like you're talking about, I like it. So I better, I'm going to do some research and find and out then, how you did Because in your I version, did, you're this killing. This is going to really date it. This is going to really, I have a recording of it. Oh, Jesus. This is going to really date it. Sad. And I know that despite these problems, Disney executive Michael Eisner just cashed out over $400 million in stock options. There's more than eight times the gross national product of the Solomon Islands. And I can't even... Fuck a French waitress at the synagogue. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I don't see now that would have been funny. I didn't say that though. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, remember Michael Eisner? <laughs> that that's like that's dating it. That's like another then, life ago. And then I think I did a joke. I said something like, uh, anyway, thank you guys very much. And um, I I said something really witty that just made people want to fuck me. And. Uh, oh. You don't but remember what remember it was, what though? I what it was. I've been trying to remember for 20 years. But, uh, <laughs> anyway. And I have a tape of it, like I said earlier, but I'm just not watching the tape, I guess. But um, anyway. Bunsen to Kanchande. I could write you know some. it? I do know oh. the song. <laughs> oh, you. And then I said, was I close? Uh, <laughs> but what do you want? You want more reverb? Well, here, let's have everybody in the room say on the count of four, but what do you want me to do about it? And we'll just put oh. this one to bed. Okay. One, two, three, four. But what do you want me to do about it? Now that's a spicy podcast with the Henry Phillips. Oh, thank you. Good night. Thank you. I want to play something for you. I got a present for you. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear. Sure. Let me take a sip of my drink. We're not in a hurry like other podcasts. No. Other podcasts are in such hurries, right? Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's so ah, fuck those right? other podcasts. Fuck oh, podcasts. Yeah. they must Roll give a shit. Let's get to wrap it up. Come we're on, giving ourselves a timeline. Oh, we're oh so nerdy. God. Other podcasts are nerds. Nerds. Oh, nerds. Nerds. keep it shorter. Oh, I do yeah. what I want. Absolutely. I'm not fucking scared. I'm not fucking scared of nothing. I swear to God. Oh, fuck, is that Chris Hardwick? Tell him I was doing the middle of a bit. <laughs> you know, you God damn it, it's funny. Every time, every time I take a drink and I forget, he does the slurping sound <laughs> into the mic. And you know what? I'm serious, Aristotle. One day I'm going to choke on it. And I know deep down you'll be getting also pleasure out of it. Like, if I choke, but you know I'm going to live, but it's going to be bad. Like, the ambulance has to come. You know, once they get me and recitate me and I'm breathing, you're going to... Start grinning right away. <laughs> I made Todd Glass choke because you know at home, I'm being totally honest to you, George Carlin. When you go to take that drink and that slurping sound comes in and you're not ready for it, it's fucking very funny. Oh, well, I do it again. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Wow. How's your mom? 
Uh, I think she's doing fine. She's out in the front. She's, she's <laughs> apparently mellow now. She brought. She came to bring my Flomax. We went over that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play something for you. So this is Elvis in. I don't know. We could have fun with this. I think. Mm-hmm. I think we could. You never know. Oh, by the way, I have to play this for Eric. By the way, to the kids out there, Elvis was a singer. No, they know. <laughs> lots of laughs, lots of fun, lots of stuff for everyone. Gather round your radio for the Todd Glass Show. Your whole family will have a blast listening to these podcast. It's time to start, so here we go. The Todd Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show. Sure, I get a little smoke. Look at that. He's a he's a mirage. I'm making him disappear. Look at that. There's no haze in the air. I'm Todd Glass. Each week I'll get together with my powers that I have through smoke machines and jingles and bells. Henry, hey. notice I go right away from the music and I start, um, I want to play this Elvis thing for you. Oh, yeah. Is, do you have any questions for me? Uh, no, but remind me to tell you something about Frank Sinatra. Tell it to me right now. You're the guest. I'm starting to change. You know, well, I saw it. Vaughn's. But I don't want to take it away from you. You're not taking okay. away right, anything right. at all. Tell you the truth, I really didn't have anything planned. <laughs> um, you told me at, at Vaughn's. Oh yeah, they have three as a crowd. That means if there's more than three people in any line, they open up a third. I'm going to start to run my podcast like that with new challenges and new finding out what the podcast that I'm person I'm interviewing likes. And here's my new thing. Yeah, yeah. If the guest has a story, it comes before mine. Okay. Yeah, sure. They're your guest. I can do that, whatever thing I was going to do. Yeah. I want you to be able to go first. It's a new, just the way I run things around here now. Oh, boy. But it puts a lot Operator. of pressure on the story. No, I was no, just there's no say. pressure on the story. Right. It could be a cute story. It could be something that's just information. There's no pressure on the story. It's not even a story. Can I tell you something? You were, we had a guy okay. here last week told a story. It was so great. <laughs> Guess what we all did? Boo! Oh, really? Show off! Because it was a good story? Because it was so, it was too, like, come on, just relax and talk. Not everything's great. He was like, we started to boo him. Oh, I see. It didn't seem realistic. So it's better to not do a story. Better to do it. The point of a story is that it's the truth. And if it's the truth, it's friends sharing stories. It's no, there's no competition. Some things are funny, some things are serious. There's no pressure. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Well, all I was going to say is that when you were talking about how. You um, always listen to the podcast, right? That's a, to George Carr, and yes, that's okay. true. All right, and that's embarrassing, but I get why I do because it's not just me. You know, it's it's you, there's a whole show, and later I enjoy it in a different way. Which, hey, if I can't enjoy it, then why the fuck should I ask other people to? Well, I was going to say that's a wonderful idea because that way you get to hear yourself and you get to make corrections and you get to learn things. Right. So now this is the thing about Frank Sinatra. Did you know Frank Sinatra never once listened to his own recordings? Well, did you hear the way he sang? He never <laughs> did. It was horrible. No. I mean, that's it. Well, uh, that's is, that why true? I, is that the truth? Uh, to my knowledge. Well, you know what? It, there's not one way for everybody. Well, no, what I was saying. Plus, he's old and dead. Yeah, that's the thing. Where he should be, laying in the ground, sucking up dirt. Well, I was saying if he had done what you do, think about how much bigger he could have become. What, what is it that I do? Listen to yourself. Well, I think he did pretty good for us. Well, but we don't know how much bigger he would have been. You know, you're right, if he would have gotten that out of his life. It might have been even bigger. That's what I'm saying. 
That's like they always do that. Don't people always do that? It's like, well, my dad lived to be 110 and he smoked every day. Yeah, right. Well, but he would have been 150 or something. You know. Well, no. The thing is, they people love to tell you they smoke and they're great. And they're, my grandmother, yeah. she's 90. She smoked her whole day. You know, you ever meet her? She's not doing too good. <laughs> she said, can't She's breathe. Miserable. Yeah, they just—you never meet a spry woman running around the house <laughs> at ninety-five that smoked. And I know someone's More got one story. Beer. There's probably a few. Yeah, there's always incidences where some. You no, know, there's always reason. somebody. It's like, yeah, my grandmother's fucking guys all over the place. <laughs> oh, sorry. Lots lots of fun. Lots right after you say that, I play everyone. this. You know, let me go and clean with this. Can you get it ready again? I hope to do this. Can you just do it again? We'll, well, we don't. Not really. Which thing? Uh, my grandmother's fucking. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sure everybody's got the story. My grandmother, uh, she smokes two packs a day and she fucks three dudes all the. Lots of laughs. Lots of fun. Lots of stuff for everyone. Listen, I got a show to get to. So, what I'm going to do. Is calm down a little. I'm revving. I'm revving too high. Let me mm-hmm. just take a deep breath. Was that your mom? Uh, she, yeah, she's probably. Don't just ignore it. Can I tell you something? At least I, she's not in the car. Anymore. I don't mean to overuse the term George Carlin. Yeah, but I'm going to use it. Sometimes in the middle of the show, I like to just stop and just brace my and just mm-hmm. not be afraid with turning the. You know, just not revving so high. Just taking a deep breath. Maybe even having some fresh air on air. I usually hide it. Nice. Well, my nephew listens to the show. <laughs> my sister-in-law, Todd, don't talk about that you did Vicodin. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler listens. I go, let me tell you something. I'm 31 years old. <laughs> yeah. This is, I'm, I'm rounding up. So anyway. <laughs> 30 and a half? Yeah. No, uh, what was I talking? Oh, yeah, so, so just to slow down. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To take it easy. Not, I don't have to be in a hurry. Do you have any questions for me? Um, While I take a hit of my pot? Well, let me think. Yeah, I got a question for you. Was there honest? Honest question. Does anybody else want any? I have an honest question. Was the Frank Sinatra oh, yeah. story, was that worth it? Oh, yes. <laughs> was it? Yeah, because it's like... Because people listening might be no, like, I want to know what no. Todd was going to say that he didn't say because no. of Henry's oh, Frank Sinatra. I remember Sinatra what it was. Believe me, I wrote it down here. Okay. Um, I mean, that's what I've been staring at. Yeah. No, um, because there's different ways for everyone. The reason I like that is because it's the arrogance of like I could just picture. I could be totally wrong. Frank Sinatra being like, um, I never listened to my song. All right, you know. Yeah, no, he probably. I he probably sat in the room whacking off, <laughs> listening to "Fly Me to the Moon" with a headset even before they had it. Oh yeah. So he could, ha- you know. Um, Fly me to the moon. I wanna boo, ba boo, ba boo. So I'm gonna play some Elvis. We're mm-hmm. gonna enjoy this. This is Elvis Presley. It's to George Carlin. It's really Elvis. And then, um, I'll take it from there. But this is really Elvis. Okay. It's a different time. He's on stage. Picture the horrified audience. And then we're gonna do this bit two ways. One, oh yeah, you know, what? I'm gonna set it up a little more. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do it two ways. One, well, I'll set it up after we hear it. Go ahead. So play the real one. In this day and time, you can't even get sick. Mm-hmm. You are strung out. 5,000 people, 10,000 people. I'll tell you something, friend. I have never been strung out Here's the in audience. my life, except on music. I think I heard he did do drugs. <laughs> yeah. from Eric when I got sick here in the hotel, Eric's like, I got sick here that one night. I had 102 temperature. They wouldn't let me perform. From three different sources, I heard I was strung out on heroin. I swear to God, hotel employees, Jack, bellboys, 
freaks that carry your luggage up to the room. That's not necessary. People working around, you know, talking. Yeah, he's strung out right now. Maids. That's the audience. I think he's strung out now. Yeah, I was sick. I was, you know, it looks like he's strung out. That's the audience right? in the yeah. background. You got over one day, was I? I think but he's strung out now. Strung out. Well, because you see. Well, I told him earlier, and I like you. Yeah, he definitely took something. To somebody else. What? Listen if I find or hear the individual that has said that about me, I'm going to break your goddamn neck, you son oh, of a bitch. Oh That's what a strong out person says. Drugs <laughs> right now. It sounds like he is. The audience is horrified. Seriously. That is dangerous. That is, is damaging to myself, to my little daughter, it's to my father, He's a... to my friends, well, my doctor, doctor, to huh? everybody, my relationship with you. I think he's stretching relationship it out. With state, it is dangerous. I will pull your goddamn tongue out by the roots. Oh, <laughs> the audience is applauding. Well, they're normal. Thank you very much. Now listen, that's what Elvis would have to do. He would have to play as the band vamped in the background. Yeah. He would just stand up on stage. Sometimes, you know, they, you know, you know how it is with music. Sometimes sure. they'll do it like 30 seconds. He would just sit up there. This is probably for, you know, give me some, re can we have some reverb? Even if you don't do Elvis. I love how he stretched out the doctor. That's damaging to me, my doctor, <laughs> a girl who cut my hair once about a month ago. She, she, this could be a backlash on her career. <laughs> and also a, a guy who cut my lawn. This is very damaging. I was say, strung out. I was strung out. I was strung out. I never did a drug. Maybe, maybe, maybe once. Be the audience in the background. Okay. May, maybe once I had a baby aspirin and that's it. I think that like must have been a lot more. Surely there's way more than that. See how many things you can make up you know that it would affect really stretching it out. You know, my gardener, my doctor. He's stretching it. Let's let's do this. How about how about list a bunch of things and I'm gonna start an applause on one of the random words. Oh, okay. So it'll it'll give that word a whole bunch of meaning. Right, okay. Right, here, watch. <laughs> I love it. Can I I'll do the Elvis? You do you Elvis. Ladies and gentlemen, I've never been strung out a day in my life. The only thing I ever been strung out on was the only thing I ever been strung out on was music. Now I'll be honest. I did do a baby aspirin one night. But now, let me do it. I can do it better. Now, Liz, I know Liz, what you did for me. Liz I can do it better. Okay, I can do it better. You're right. That's what I didn't do. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, that's damaging. That's damaging to me, my business manager, my lawyer, my doctor, a girl that sold flowers on the corner of Fifth and Market. Everybody likes her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me do it again. Ladies and gentlemen, that is very damaging. That's damaging to me, and that's damaging to my business manager. Therefore, it hurts when we're donating money to the Boys and Girls Club. Of course, no, that's too obvious. No. Well, here, I'm doing it. I'll, I'll do that. it. And you, oh, you want to do this thing? And I got to applaud? And just pick, pick okay. a random... Everyone applaud more, so mine... I want, you know, you work harder for me than Henry. Pick the applause one, was a little weak, I'm not going to lie. Pick one random <laughs> thing that I say that makes you applaud for whatever We have it recorded, too. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. And you say that about me. That's I, damaging to me. It's not only damaging to me, it's damaging to my daughter. <laughs> it's I damaging on drugs. to my wife. My gardener, my gardener's daughter. Well, everybody likes my daughter's, my gardener's. I know what you mean. There's a, there's a specific word. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. you pick the right word, it's sort of like 
oh, there's a story behind <laughs> that. I'll, I'll say the daughter, okay. and then the one I say after that, that's what everybody's going to clap. Okay. I like saying this every week. Can you turn the music off and bring it back in? It makes me laugh every week to set it up just like this. Turn it off. And then bring it right back in. Right. Well, that's what Elvis used to have to do. He used to stand up on stage, and the audience would, have, you know, the band would have to vamp behind him. Mm-hmm. He would just talk and talk and talk. Yeah, I like setting it up all over again, re repainting the picture of that it's go. So it, whatever I say after the gardener, I know daughter. I'm listening okay. for the right time to applaud. I don't know if I want the pressure. To Everybody, be this is damaging not only to me. <laughs> I love that he goes right back into it. But to my wife, my daughter, my manager. My gardener, my gardener's daughter, and my gardener's daughter's friend, Julie. <laughs> like, what, why is that the one that everybody... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> see how many people you can list that it affects. He's really stretching it one night. My daughter, my uh, pediatrician... The pilot that flew me here, stewardess, her family, her her daughter. How's that affect you? (laughs) He makes it. The Um, guy who booked this show. (laughs) The guy who booked the show. I've never been strung out a day in my life. Goddamn freaks. I'll break your goddamn. I think he's strung out now. You know, it's funny when you. Wise men say only fools run. I wish I could. God damn it, I can get can right I do about a, five seconds. Yes. I've always wanted to do this. Can, can you just play it and I'll, yeah. I'll play a little? Sure. Honey, you lied to me when you said that you loved me. And I don't take too kindly to liars. In fact, my daddy always said a liar is worse than a murderer or a child molester. No, I don't think he's... And I'm inclined to agree. And it's for that matter that I'd like you to <laughs> kneel down on your knees, face the wall. <laughs> no, it's getting dark. <laughs> Elvis. <laughs> Elvis was a wonderful man. He was. You know, I met him. He was. Did you really? I met him. Ah, it's a great. long story. I was in fourth grade, mm-hmm. and I was at the mall by myself. My parents trusted me. I was very mature. Wow. And I... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's <laughs> I, great. You know, I... Uh, I met Wayne Newton once. Oh, really? Well, I don't know mm-hmm. if I met him, but he did look at me, and he has stock lines, he says. <laughs> okay. And he said one to me. And I thought... I, it felt good anyway. Like, this is the true... To George Carlin, it's the truth. He was at the Funny or Die Christmas party. He shoots out this door. It was so amazing. Mm-hmm. It started to snow, and all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Newton walks out with like bu- people clearing the way for him, and he, he starts singing, the weather outside is... I'm like, it's fake snowing, Wayne Newton singing. He goes up these fake like wooden stairs to like this back of a house, sort of, mm-hmm. that's got a tent over it, and he looks at me, and he goes, ah, damn it, where are you coming from? I'm like, hey, I know you, Wayne. I like looking at people around me like, I know Wayne Newton, of course, he's, he's talking to me from the <laughs> stage, but I don't know what the fuck he said. I think he's full of shit. I saw him do it three other times that night. Ah, I yelled shit. out, you fuck! Uh, that's what you do. Yeah. I, well, I met uh, John Wayne. Did, did you really? I did, I did. Where did you meet him? It was him? in Vegas, uh, at the Improv in Vegas. And it was the first, I mean, this is a long time ago. That place has been around since, what, t- 2000. Is this a true story? Yeah. 
John Wayne is there. I thought John um, Wayne died in like they were having this garlic festival. Or oh, whatever. don't be a yeah. Sh- no, this is in gross. Vegas. Yeah, they were having this garlic festival, and there's a lot of people there, and they were all into garlic. And I'm just standing there, and I was eating hmm. garlic bread or whatever. And John Wayne's there, and I was like, "Hey, love your work or whatever." And he, uh, you know, we just chatted. We just shut this the is shit. true. Well, yeah, we neither of us wanted to be there. And so he was say, he said his wife dragged him there and I was like, "Yeah, whatever. It's bullshit. I'm doing I'm doing comedy over at the Improv there." That's you know what? I think it was John Wayne. He looked like Oh, <laughs> well, Henry, was it really? No, it wasn't John Wayne. I'm sorry. No, I'm full of shit. That's fine. But I wanted to know John Wayne. Would you do me a favor? Sure. And I'll edit the first one out. No one will hear it. Oh, okay. I think I can yeah, yeah. score that better for you. Okay. Right. So can we play the new, uh, you know that dun, 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 dun? It's uh, the polka. It's the woman. It's the, uh, uh, well, I took shitty notes tonight, and I apologize. <laughs> What's that new one that we have? It's like, bum, bum, bum. It's the one. I know. What a great show I have when that's how I have to get cues. That's <laughs> what am I, a moron? Anybody with a show that's necessary doesn't go, get the cue that goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, It's Louis okay. Armstrong, right? No, not Louis Armstrong. Do you know what it is? I think it's worth finding. Do you know which? It's the one that I go, come on, everybody, it's the Tonglet Show. Of course I'm not going to let you down. I can think of the song, but I don't know what you mean. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell at you. We don't know the name of it. Well... I'm just going to wait. I want to see how long it takes. Should we do it? We've never done that. Like, even if it takes five minutes. Okay. Is that bad? No. (gasps) Who did that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's a big suspenseful show. Ooh. Real time. Real time they're going to do it. Is the pressure on? You know, that's why we need a second sound person. So when you're searching for one, someone else can give you sound cues. To help you search for it. Bum, bum, bum. I think we just need to get better at naming things. <laughs> you need to get what? We just need to get better at naming things. Yeah, oh, of course we do. Look, no one's, the pressure's not on you like, oh, I can't believe you don't have it ready, but let's try our hardest anyway. Meanwhile, while he's doing that, let me tell, I want to tell the folks out there, when does this air? Friday. Okay. Oh, yeah, you have a show tomorrow night. Uh, Tomorrow night for real at the Improv. Yeah, Saturday tomorrow night, night, Saturday night. Yeah. Today's Friday. Which is great. You know, it's funny because I was going to do a bit. But then when you started really plugging my show at I the Improv it. tomorrow at 10 p.m., yeah. at, the, at the Melrose Improv at 10 p.m., I was like, Henry, you should just go ahead and plug the 10 p.m. Improv instead of whatever dumb bit that I was going to do. I was going to do a dumb bit. But no it's bit is a dumb bit. Do the Improv. No bit is a dumb bit. So okay. you have a show tomorrow night at the Improv. Absolutely. Who's on it? At the Improv uh, right now, Al Jackson. Do you know Al Jackson? He's yeah, freaking hilarious. Great. And Aiko great. Tanaka. Oh, she's great. And she is very, she's very funny. funny. Yeah, I used she's... to manage her. Did you really? Nah, she doesn't admit it, but she, she might be listening. Nah, I got into an argument, and she goes, I'm never going to tell anybody who used to manage me. I'll deny it. So, But she knows it. Can she has t- to live with that every day of her life. I'm going to compliment. Every day of her life, she wakes up. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to compliment you for a second. You do. So you thank have to you. shut up. Because I will shut up. Thank you. <laughs> you. You made me do this earlier, and it's hard not to say thank you, but you are so good about uh, making sure that you say people's names. And remember, I told you that one joke of a comic named Danny Lamore when we were in Nashville, Tennessee, and you actually called me and said, I want to tell that joke, and I got to... You weren't going to tell that joke unless you said the guy's name, and I thought that was so fantastic. And can we just, for people that didn't hear that, can can I tell the joke? Yes, yes. This is Danny Lamore's joke from Nashville, Tennessee. You mind if I have a sip of my drink? Please do. (laughs) I got a dog, and I called him Drew Barrymore. (laughs) (laughs) Because I always wanted to tell my friends I fucked Drew Barrymore. (laughs) 
still kills, Danny. I hope you're listening. Danny Lamore out there in Nashville, Tennessee. One of the best jokes ever written. Second time Can on I the podcast. something? How easy would this business be if you could shit. just steal people's jokes, right? That's why I, I don't understand. Who are you? Fill in the blank with your own joke. When people do that. You are know? you blank? We're all thinking the same thing. Who are you? Blank? Wait, sure. Well, because you're going, oh, why do your own jokes when you No, just I'm just jokes? saying that you know, I stole joke jokes. Is a big I stole thing. jokes. Well, no, for I example, said it. You there got was, a problem? Come no, at there me. was there was a uh, Hey, I did some shit that wasn't mine. You want to <laughs> bully me? I'll fucking do <laughs> You're the guy who who gets insecure when you were never being accused right, about exactly. it. Exactly. No, there was. Hey, uh, my mom's a nice lady. Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you anymore. It's already enough. There was a company. This went around on Twitter. Uh, a company in the UK that was like selling rice, and they put on there a blatant uh, Mitch Hedberg joke. It was. Uh, oh, rice it was is like good. Rice is great if you want a thousand of something, or if you're hungry, you would do what. They put it on there, and, and it's called like Aunt Betty's rice or something like that. Did they quote him? They quoted. Aunt Betty says, oh, rice is great if you want a thousand of something. And they just told Can I tell you something? And oh, I don't man. believe that people should be mistreated when they have to be locked up because everyone's a human. You know, you get yeah. it. But Aunt Betty should be in the fucking slammer. Fuck Aunt Betty. That's plagiarism. And I don't give a fuck how old she is. Put her in an institution, a home, and Absolutely. better rest. But yeah. this fucking Aunt Betty has to be stopped. Joke I'm not feet. fucking around anymore. Well, I'm very they, aggressive they got a lot now of my uh, stances. They should get they, a lot they of... Must Aunt like, Betty is a dirty, dirty, <laughs> dirty woman. Dirty a dirty, whore. wrong, saucy, sassy, in-your-face, lying sack of shit. She knows damn well where she got the joke from. Now, unless... It was such a great backfire. It was a relative yeah. of hers that maybe someone in the business, they gave her a joke and they let her put her name on it and she just never saw it. Then Aunt Betty, of course, I love you. I'm sorry I got aggressive like that. But the son of a bitch that made you do something <laughs> like plagiarism, that person... I'd like yeah. to interview them. That but person like, exists, unless those, Aunt Betty's full of shit. Those corporate characters are always, by definition, like these very lovable, you know, it's like Colonel Sanders or whatever. It's like, Colonel Sanders says, and then they do a, a bit, yeah. you know, like, why would a bird live in a shitty neighborhood? Right. For example. Exactly. Like, hey, Colonel Sanders, Colonel, fuck you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you no excuse. And it's all, all of a sudden Colonel Sanders is in this joke tape world. <laughs> He's supposed to be this lovable character. Yeah, I love it when it backlashes like that. It's great. Wow. I guess you heard about Jim Gaffigan? No. Oh, you didn't hear? Oh, no. Wow, now I feel stupid. I thought everybody knew oh. he got another uh, new show. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> that's good news, right? <laughs> sounded like it was going to be something bad. No, 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 no. All right. Let me ask you a question. I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. Stop. Stop. You know why I'm never nervous during my show? Why is that? Do you want to know a trick? Uh, Sure. I always know that I could have... Now, play that as loud as you can. I always know, no matter what happens, I could play this. And eventually, everybody would, you know, everybody would be okay. I could, like, I know no matter what happens, like, I could play mm-hmm. this song. Ooga, chaka, ooga, 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 but I don't need it now. Deep but I know. See, see, see the difference now. You're like, fuck. Now I know you'll be as comfortable as me because now you know he's got that fucking song. What do you think I do? What do you think when I need it? All of a sudden, what? Boom! It's like there you go. I got that song ready, locked and loaded. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, I say something, maybe, maybe there's a little... What? Put some reverb in there. Look, everything's fine. I am in control. My name is Todd Glass. And I control the Todd Glass Show. Tonight, my guest is Henry Phillips. May I have some reverb, please? When you hold I did that for you because I knew how much you would like it. That was more the Hasselhoff version than the B.J. Thomas. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Jeez, you know your shit. I do. I, I'm a big... Here, do you want to hear a song? Uh, sure, I want to hear... Yes, always want to hear a song. Genuinely this excited. Song, this is kind of in the vein of like can, a B.J. Thomas. Can I ask you a question yeah. without being rude? Do you think I'm a good interviewer? Um, let me answer that. Seriously, I need <laughs> professional criticism and I... You well, might, I'll, I'll tell you. There's good interviewers. Mm-hmm. There's bad interviewers. Right. All right. Do you want to hear a song? I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Yes. Of course you're a great interviewer. No, I don't, I'm not looking for any compliments. No, you are. I mean, I guess uh, that's what they're saying. <laughs> Can you put some reverb in this his voice? Is, uh, this is a little work in progress. This is really not So I'm happy to hear it. Is this, a, hey. is this an original? Y- yeah. Oh, my God. Like a Todd Glass original. Hey, oh. babe, it looks like you told me. <laughs> you played a fast. Wait, fuck. Oh, you don't have it rehearsed. Oh, this is embarrassing. Fuck. That's embarrassing. Now nah, you know what? Forget it. No. I'd have to. Nope. Think about. Nope. It. Nope. I will not take no for an answer. Cause you know why, Henry? You have it in you. Hey, babe, it looks like you told me another bullshit story again. You played a fast one, and I was the last one to know, and now I. Like an asshole, hey, babe. It looks like you pooped out another hot plate of dog shit again. <laughs> you made a stink and then let it linger, and I ate it up, fucking hook, line, and sinker. Hey, babe. It looks like you twerked out another greasy mudfish again. You made a stink shit, and I. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole. I haven't finished that song, but it just gets more and more oh, shitty the whole oh time. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you, could you do any more of that? Like, if you didn't really have to make, a, if you could just do gibberish, just do whatever you want. You would you like drums? No. Yeah. Down some more diarrhea, juicy fart shit again. You made a smelly rotten sushi. My belly. Why is it so funny? <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's definitely a shit joke. That song. No, shut it up. Is kind no, of sh- no, no, no. Because I'm saying Let slimy me. mud fish. I know, of course you know, it is. Yes. But it's funny. Fiber snake. It has yeah, to be I've funnier those... than it's shitty. Yeah. Has to be funnier than but it's shitty. It's got to sound like BJ. Thomas. Did you Did you ever see the the mm-hmm. the, the video where it's um you, you'll know what I'm talking about in a little while but he go he poops his pants and it's. Glover, uh, what's his name? Donald Glover. Donald Glover. The, uh, he's he's the he's he plays the uh, kid in his first day at high school that poops <laughs> in his pants. And look, when you see I poop my pants, and that's the name of the video. It's either brilliant 
or it's the worst. Oh, of yeah, course. Absolutely. So when someone po- shows that to me for the first time and then literally 15 seconds in, I'm like, oh, my God. It's so fucking funny. And it's about poop, but it's funnier than it, it's, 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 I, I watch it. Can I tell you something? I've watched that. Every time I watch it, I can find a different nuance in it. There's 30 things that happen during that video that I bet that not everybody notices. And they still love it, mm-hmm. but there's other things in there I notice, like little things. Oh, I, I love fucking that. love it. Well, I got to see this. Well, well it's well, not so you, great. How do you find ah, it? They took it off the, uh, the internet it? because the people were complaining. Hey, hey babe. babe. It looks like you slimed out a hot plate of juicy diarrhea. <laughs> Looks like I got another big hunk of shit on a plate of diarrhea. <laughs> a diarrhea turd bullshit motherfucker. Hey, yeah. Here we go. You know it. Shitting all over the place. I think it's fun to talk about shit. It comes to, hey, look, I like singing songs about shit. That's right. I don't care anymore. Shit is funny. Wait, am I having a nervous breakdown? I think I'm having a nervous <laughs> breakdown. I was having too much fun singing about shit. What's happened to my act? What if Paul F. Tompkins listened? I have to edit this whole show I out. a verse part. You're not embarrassed of this? You told me you were going out with the girls and that there wasn't going to be any dudes. Right? Oh. Ten minutes later, there Sing closer to the mic. Standing with my dick in my hand. Wow. Going, what the fuck happened? (laughs) See, now, my stuff has never been very commercial, I think, is the problem. Like, I always thought if I could. Well, you know that. Can I tell that classic joke? Well, I think you should be. Can I tell you what you should do? Mm -hmm. Sing songs about things you like. <clears throat> Can I? I don't tell a lot of street jokes, but since I don't hear you do whatever you want, would you like music behind it? Since I've had eighteen beers, I thought it'd be fun to tell one. Uh, may I? Or no? Of course you can. Well, and you might already know this one. It's kind of one of those aristocrats type jokes, but do you know the one where there's a there's a piano player? Can I do something when you hit okay. the punchline? Hold okay. on, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I want you to play um, when he hits the punchline. I mean, this is a produced show. Okay. And bring it in with some oomph. Matter of fact, you cue him. There's going to be a major punchline, but uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a little three-parter type joke, but uh, here we go. All right, there's no pressure. All right. And by the way, I'm a little the worst pressure. joke teller ever. Don't worry about it. Relax. Take a deep breath. Even though I'm a comedian. Uh, okay. Don't think about it that way. Just may pretend you're with friends in the basement hanging out, and I'm recording. So, uh, don't, there... be, don't have it stop. <laughs> okay. Don't, I mean, it's still got to be good, but I'm just trying to be nice. So there's this piano bar... In a hotel, and there's this guy who plays there, and he's amazing. He plays these beautiful songs. And one night there was a record exec in there, and he was just like, uh, "Man, that song's beautiful. That could be a huge hit. What do you call it?" And he says, "Oh, that one. Uh, that one's called uh, There's Shit on My Dick, So I Can't Fuck You in the <laughs> Mouth.'" <laughs> and the guy's like, "What? That's that's the worst, the worst sounding song ever. I can't work with that. Get out of you know." And then he leaves, you know, and. Another night, the guy's over there, and he's, uh, you know, playing the piano, and it's beautiful. You know, it's like, uh, uh, 
this other record exec comes up, and there's a lot of record people in this place. And in that, like, in uh, that circles, they yeah, hang yeah, out. Yeah, I, I understand. Was, you know, I believe you. And he says, wow, that song's beautiful. I think I can make that a big hit. What do you call it? And the guy says, uh, uh, I call that I fucked your sister in the butthole. And oh, then this guy goes, uh, well, I can't work with that. The kids wouldn't like that. The parents would complain. It would be an awful thing. Hey, fuck you, man. I, I exactly. can't do anything. I agree. So they leave. And this guy becomes despondent. He's depressed. Sure. He can't get a gig, except for this piano gig, because it's beautiful music. I get it. Anyway, he goes, uh, one night, he's at the bar, he's drunk, goes to the bathroom, comes out, sees this girl, beautiful girl, mm-hmm. and he starts trying to hit on her. And she looks at him, and she says, uh, uh, do you know uh, your dick's out and there's piss all over your pants? And he says, know it. I fucking wrote it. Come on. Ah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Said, I suppose you've heard about Todd Glass. You're listening to the Todd Glass show. I brand myself. Well, I, I know. I to the internet and I looked inside. We're on Fridays after Mark Marin. I could hardly believe my eyes. Jingle Joe, ladies and, and gentlemen, he's doing just fine. I hope he's recovering. On my hard drive. What? What is this? I know he's been podcasting on Shut your stop-rated show. Shut up. People say it's funny, but I already know. Because for 24 months, what? I've been down on his show. My Todd Glass. Todd Glass? Oh, yeah. Todd Glass. Yeah, Todd Glass. Oh, yeah. 24 months of jingles and bits. We hope it lasts forever and he never calls it quits. Every Friday morning, I wake up and listen to Show by Todd Glass. Listening together with Todd and his guests. Sometimes I think the family shows are the best. Well, that's true. Me and Todd Glass. Uh, this is this is an honor. I didn't plan this. He accepted his award. What? Podcasters Association sure got it right. Oh, shut up. A couple more episodes downloaded. This really warms my heart. This warms my heart. Oh, I know he's been podcasting on his top-rated show. People say it's funny, but I already know. Because for 24 months, I've been downloading the show. Yeah, Todd oh, Glass. Yeah, Todd Glass. He's, yeah, yeah. he's a comedian. He's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard something. I guess he has a... Todd Glass. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, Todd Glass, definitely. I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's not giving background noise. Feather back into the show. Feather back into the show. I know what I'm doing with the voice. You go from that bit, and I have to come back to this. So what you do is you keep it going, you keep it going, and then because I can do whatever I want, slowly come down. I know how to redirect the show. Just come on down a little softer. A little softer. Next thing you know, you're pretty soft. It comes from that to this to then, Wow. It can level out right there, and then mm-hmm. I can take it. We can calm down. Mm-hmm. We don't have to stay at that. We don't have to pace that show. I used to think, oh, i got to pace myself the rest of the show. And to tell you the truth, Rory Scovel gave me a backlashing once. 
said for my pacing sh- it? He said a few things. I don't want to talk about it on the air. But, you mm-hmm. know, he's, everyone knows he's got, I mean, everyone knows about Rory. He's got a temper. I guess that's what they say. That's what I, I don't know. I've never even seen it, but I heard he apparently can it. punch some, you know, I've seen it. Didn't apparently somebody that. saw him punch a, a dog in the face. Oh, okay. Because it didn't get him a water. Now, that's wrong. That is pretty That is wrong. wrong. I'm sorry, and I try to be open-minded. But who punches a dog? It ended up the yeah. dog ducked, and and uh, was the no, dog this even is true. capable? I of swear to God, the, the, no, that's the whole thing. And Henry, that's why I'm glad you're here because yeah. you bring up things other guests they don't listen, but you get it. Yeah. No, of course, there's no. How would the dog get him a drink of water? He goes to punch the dog in the face. The dog ducks. Rory hits the cement wall. This is a true story. Wow, he's son of a bitch. Apparently, Rory said the dog was like laughing. Dogs don't laugh. <laughs> he said he heard the dog. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's well. He's imagining. It's like uh, what's the song? Uh, Edie Brickell. It's a smile on a dog. Thank you. It's a you get it. Illusion. Well, you get it. Yeah, I feel like you get it more than most guests. I do. I yeah. totally get it. One time I was. This happened a few times where you're somebody bonds with you and they'll bond with you by can, making fun of everyone else. So you'll be in a crowded area. They'll look over and they'll be like, this is b-. you know, they'll be like a. These people are, you know, it's like bullshit. Like, you'd be saying that about me if I wasn't standing right next to you. Don't think you Oh, yeah. Me. Yeah, this is like, I, I, I have, can't think of a good example. So maybe I should drop that story out of my arsenal. This is a, this my is go-to a, stories to keep a show moving along nicely. You just reminded me of a funny little story. I Thank was, you, Aristotle. In, uh, Aristotle Tahoe. gives a shit. Nobody else cares. Have you done the gig in Tahoe, the improv? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. If you Howie go with Nave? a comedian, you have to, Howie's great. He's always yeah, yeah. friendly. Yeah. And, and he's always in a great mood. If you just mm-hmm. go with a comedian... Uh, also, that you know, that okay. can be such a fun. Who are you going with? Uh, well, I usually, I'm not doing it again until November, and I, I usually whoever they get, it's always you know I'm fine. Hmm, um, you're boring. <laughs> so anyway, check this out. So I I go downstairs because I want to get a cup of coffee. That's all I want to do. Starbucks. So I'm in my room and I'm like I'm going to go downstairs. And they give you coupons. Coffee. But here's the thing. Wait, do, do you acknowledge they give you coupons for Starbucks? Yeah. Okay. But now hold on. If you you've done the improv uh, in Vegas. Yes. They have that's at a Harris. There's a Starbucks, and right up above, one floor up, there's another Starbucks. Yes. So when the line's too long at the bottom one, I'll go up and do the other one, and there's never anybody there. So for some reason, I wasn't thinking, and I was in Tahoe, and I was in line uh, at the Starbucks, and it was a huge line. And Did everybody's you tell complaining. Somebody, you know, there's well, one. hold on. <laughs> so, so I'm. I'm talking to these people. Everybody's like, oh, this line's forever. There's like 20 people. What are people doing? They're buying their groceries here. What's going on? And I go, I go, screw this. I'm going to go upstairs to the one upstairs. And they're like, there's one upstairs? And I'm like, well, yeah, there's always one upstairs. And nobody's ever there. And so oh I walk God. up the escalator. There's like six people that follow me. And we all go upstairs. <laughs> there's no Starbucks. And they're all like, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I thought there was one up here. Oh so all those so people funny. lost their place in line. And then, get this, then I get in the elevator to go up. And then when I'm leaving, I accidentally, there was a guy in there with his dog. And it was a tiny dog. Oh. And this is not my fault. But when I'm walking out, I guess technically I kicked the dog. I was walking. My foot, sure, hit the dog. But not hard. But yeah, but it's like I don't know that there's a dog on the floor. If you have a right, tiny right, dog, right. you should be holding it. Like I'm just walking out of the elevator. Right. I was on No f- one's judging. Yeah, I was on my cell phone at the time talking about a deal that was going on in LA, but uh Called so I kinda look like a dick. But anyway, so that guy I see him at my show that night. This is like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is very similar. 
But uh, it's pretty <laughs> weird. The guy with a little dog in the elevator yeah, yeah. shows up at the show. Yeah, exactly. clo- was there a close-up? I believe you, too. On two George Carlin, I believe you. No, no. Yeah, because they're all it, it's all people that are staying there at the hotel. I get it. I get so it. Believe me, if anybody gets it, I get it. When you walk in there, and then you look out in the audience, and there's the guy that you kicked his dog. And then, you know, he he told us there was a Starbucks upstairs. Oh Fuck God. this guy. He's kicking <laughs> people's dog. He kicked your dog. He told us that there was a Starbucks upstairs. We lost our fucking life. It's like, oh, it's the worst. That's why I don't do gigs where... And you know the problem is, you that all makes sense if you knew the backstory. But you could see some... If that if you're... It if is what true. you're saying. It's, it's, oh no, it's no, totally no, no, no! I don't yeah, mean yeah. if what you're saying is true. Of course mm. that's true. But yeah. if the same person witnessed both, like you know, they're like also <laughs> yeah. aware. They're like, wait a second. You know, first he tells us it's a Starbucks, and then I see him yeah. kick this dog. I'd get off the elevator, and then if I saw your picture in the lobby, go. I got to be honest, that guy's a dick. <laughs> I saw him downstairs. He kicked someone's dog, and then he's well, like, "Well, that's why till this day I do not do shows where there's an audience." Wait, you don't do shows? No. What? Where there's people that they invite, you know, to come watch. You don't do you know? shows if there's... Henry, I just found out the problem with your career. Is that a bomb show? No, what you just Did said. A bomb show? No, no, no. That means, like, oh. Bom- dramatic. Oh, I see. Yeah, like, that's your problem. Oh, okay. Like, well, let's do I it never again. do shows with an audience. And then... Done. Well, let me do it again, then, now that I know what it is. You want to just do these for... And, let's do these for ten minutes. And that's why, uh, to this day, I don't do shows where there's an audience. Make her do one. Oh my God, this is full circle. Remember when I called you once and we wanted you to do this bit on the phone? And I was like, he goes, well, I was a little bit. Oh, he used his run from the big card. Eric Olson used his run from the big card. Well, we could run from the bit, which we did. Now let's return to it again. Okay. <laughs> no, no one said you have to run. You know, run from the bit. You know, I'll run. I'll run, it. but yeah, I'll run. If you, you should make to, one oh, run, I'll run, run a little further. I'm not going to complain run, if the the executive order comes in when I give people a run from the bit button and they can use it. I abide by it. I know how to fix it. Hold on. Do 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 the song again. Here, this is going to be the fix for future episodes. Watch. Play it. No, no, no. The run, run from yeah, the bit. Watch. That's okay. Run, 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 run. Back to it. <laughs> run, 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 run. Back to it. Run, 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 run. Back to. Back to that. Back to. All right, listen. Now we're running back to the bit. So there's that there. I'm going to clean everything up. You know what? I'm going to let you run from the bit. But play it again. The bump, bump, bump. Oh, yeah. If you think of one and you want to do it, Wait. will you raise your hand? Wait. Should <laughs> Eric just run from the bit? Wait a second. My chocolate milkshake has peanut butter and toffee in it, and I think there's a bit of cinnamon or something like that. There seems to be more whipped cream on it than usual. What's going on in this situation? What's happening? That sounds delicious. I was the guy who doesn't know how to do it. Just to prove I know how to do it, watch. Wait a second. They told me that Karen would be outside. We haven't been recording. What? What? Wait a second. Those French fries have too much ketchup on them. Both of you. 
Wait a minute. This Starbucks is open till 6 p.m. What? Wait a minute. That's my dead father. Wait a second. That's my dead sister. (laughs) Sure, I stole it. (laughs) My mom doesn't even have a Chevy Nova. Eric Olson, everybody. Eric just did the bit. Wait, can I do one? I like how he gets away with his. <laughs> oh, no? Okay. No, no. It's good. <laughs> Wait a second. Sure, it's your turn. There hasn't been a Super 8 in 20 years. <laughs> Mine takes place 20 years after Super 8s exist. <laughs> Super 8, you know what I call it? Silly 7. There you go. The joke doesn't even have to make sense. You know, they call it, uh, 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 I don't know what they call it. Wait a minute. I think Elvis is strung out. What? This day and time, you can't even get sick. You are strung out. I thought this was Bill Clinton when I first heard. (laughs) (laughs) Let's play it again and play it again. Put put reverb in it and may pretend it's Bill Clinton at a podium. Pretend he's at the Democratic can, can National get, Convention. Can we get the bump, 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 bump? Yeah. Well, I didn't mean to hum the whole song. Um, the president. And I want to do, Aaron, while you're looking for whatever's going to make you more comfortable. We can take a deep breath, or we can do it again in real time. What do you want to do? Yeah, and then we'll play him up. We're gonna we're gonna play bump 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 bump, and then all of a sudden Bill Clinton gets it in your Bill head. Clinton. Bill Clinton, I'll, ladies I'll and gentlemen, can I get reverb yeah. in me, reverb in, in Bill Clinton's voice, and we will try to get this to going, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> and Bill Clinton, picture him walking to the microphone. There's a podium. They're very. I similar. need you to picture a podium, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the show. If you're not picturing a podium, then you could do. I could do without you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the President of the United States, Bill Clinton. There's only six people here. Speech. Speech. This day and time, you can't even say you are strung out. Oh, by God, I'll tell you something, Brandon. I've been strung out. He's so strung out, he's not even at the microphone. music. His sex phone. Yes, yes. Yes. Mm. When I got sick here in the hotel, I got sick here that one night. I had 102 temperature. They wouldn't let me perform. Bill Clinton, picture it. Sources I heard. Close your eyes. Picture it. I was it. strung out on heroin. Picture Bill Clinton. I picture. swear to God, hotel employees, Jack. Picture Bill Clinton. Bellboys. Who am I picturing? Freaks, you carry your luggage up to the Bill room. Clinton. People working around, you know, talking. Maids. <laughs> And I was sick. I was, you know, I was getting had a doctor, had the flu, and I got over one day. Was I? But all across this town, was strung out. So I told him earlier, and don't you get offended, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to somebody else. If I find or hear the individual that has said that about me, I'm going to break your goddamn neck, you son of a bitch. Remember, it's Bill Clinton. That wasn't very pres- presidential. Oh, that was, I've never seen him like that. That is dangerous. <laughs> and it's damaging to myself, to my little daughter, to my father, to my friends, my doctor, to everybody in my relationship with you. 
I was on Barbara. They had the Secret Service cuts them off. Bring in the music. Thank you very much. President Clinton, everybody. President Clinton. President Clinton, play him out, guys. Wasn't he great? By the way, if you pictured it was Bill Clinton and it was I was doing it, it's worked. It's so great. I kept picturing uh, his white hair and his and his same face too. His strung out face. There's some weird similarities between the two. I was very professional. Southern man. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I do voices. Do you do a Bill? Bill Clinton? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's so Bill Clinton. <laughs> Here, ask me if I do Bill Clinton. Do you do Bill? Wait, did I walk the room? <laughs> ask me if I've I do never Bill had Clinton. people. Do you do Bill Clinton? Oh, I've been known to do a little Bill Clinton here and there. Yeah, do you mind doing a little play some presidential music for him? That's good, actually. Oh, that sounds just like him. I'm the dumb host that doesn't know. Yeah. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bill Clinton. Hello, everybody. This is Bill Clinton coming at you, putting a shrimp on the bar before you. Top of the morning to you. In the bog. Um, you know, uh, just... Uh, well, it'd just be good to yourselves. I did pause, not pause, have pause. sex with that woman. Pause. I have an idea. We can do something when uh, when Deborah comes mm-hmm. back into the room. Fun, right? Mm-hmm. What should it be? Should Let's we take like, advantage. Ooga chaka, ooga chaka, and just all just start. Oh yeah, yeah, getting yeah, yeah. Silly with it. So for the folks at home, two people have left the room. Yeah. So they're going to come back. We hope they do come. What if they yeah. don't come back? Well, can I tell you the truth? Mm-hmm. Would Nick Leap text them? <laughs> what did he do? Come on in the house and take a nap with me. Um, hold on. <laughs> Wait, where are they? Only the moments that we spend together will ever do. And only me. Me like the fool with his head in the clouds could believe. But I believe dreams can come true. Um, hi everybody, welcome back, Cody. <laughs> well, Cody's that's my walking. mom. Should I go? No, he was walking around like an imbecile. Oh. And then, you know what, that's the word out on the street. <laughs> Do you ever see Cody Woods, that comedian? After a show, he walks around the street like an imbecile. <laughs> no, they say, be on the look, I'm not being mean. They just, uh, the neighbors have an alert, because he roams in the, you know, he gets in the... He, Drifts around. So, Henry, we took a weird turn. I just want to bring our audience with us. We were talking about something. Then all of a sudden I said, I don't know what happened. We're going to take a break. We came back, and you were singing uh, your beautiful song. So we took a little bit of a journey. We went a little bit of left. We went a little bit right. But we were going to do something else. Do you remember what it was? Somebody else's assignment was to remember what we were going to come back with. I know. But you want to hear... Uh... Well, I guess we're just going to come back like this, and now everyone knows. They're lost, you but a- so were You we. asked where they went. Because oh, they got up and I was wondering where you guys went. That's oh, yeah, how yeah. we were going to come yeah, back. Right, I, where did they right. go? Because I thought it was, it seemed like it was, uh, is that what happened? I said, it, I thought it was taking, oh no, because I was waiting for them to come back. Wasn't that's I? That's right. Yeah, we were going to do a bit, but we forgot. 
We forgot the bit. Everything's good. We got lost with everyone. At least you're thinking. I got something first to come back with. No, I have something, actually. Oh, wait, I got something. No, 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 no. Let me tell you, you guys didn't have nothing until I, I like was. Like, ultimately, I have something. Well, I don't know. I, can I tell you something? And I don't mean back. to be a jerk, but I always have this. I always have this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always have this. No matter what. Always, I know from the bottom of my ooga heart. Chaka, what? Ooga, 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 chaka, 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 I don't need it now. That's how cool I am. That's why I don't give a shit. If you had that, would you be shitting in your pants? So do one of your little ditties. Uh, this little tune. Uh, I'm collaborating with. It's a work in progress. Uh, my buddy Wade Kelly. Punching the Clown fans might know him as the uh, DJ in the movie. And I just want to say to the people, and I hope you don't mind if no, you hope no. you don't think I'm being too aggressive here. And even not. in your name, it might embarrass you. Mm-hmm. Would you? It would embarrass you if I was a little aggressive on how people should watch your uh, hour yeah. special. Oh, thanks. You fucking idiots! Ah. No, I'm glad you said it's okay, Henry. If you can't fucking watch it, then go fuck yourself. You're through with this podcast. I don't need your shit. Go suck dirt. I ask you to go fucking watch this special. I don't fucking charge a thing for this podcast. And I ask you to do it, and you think, oh, he'll never know. I'll fucking know my soul. I'm going to go look at those clicking numbers because I know the people, the producers. I can find out how much, and I'm going to see exactly how much my podcast audience is watching it. Goddamn son of a bitches. Well, the best plug for the special will be the fact that this next song. I hate when I do a bit and it seems too angry. No, No, no. No, yes, yes. What this, do you know? This next song is not on the special. Oh, it's not? And it's a good plug for the special. Oh, cool. Because if, if you watch the special, you won't hear this song. I didn't like my aggression. Let me take it out. But okay. I am excited to hear this song. Okay. These are the things in my car. All of the wonderful things in my car. A half-smoked cigar. A broken guitar. In a jar, a hooker named Star, the things in my car. They may not mean much to thee, but they mean all of the world to me. Join me now so you can see the things in my car. These are the things in my apartment. All of the wonderful things in my apartment. Don't do that. Compartment with a lady's undergarment, some pills for penile enlargement, a notice from the fire department, (laughs) some shit in my apartment. They may not mean much to thee, but they mean all of the world to me. Oh, and Daniel. <laughs> I almost went into some Elton John there for. Oh, Daniel is driving the night on play. I can sing. Us in the riding. Betty and the jet. Jet. This song fell apart. I want to apologize. Can to I tell you? I had a good melody to it. You know There's one thing low. I think you need to okay. change. Yeah. The hooker in the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Make it a big stuffed doll with jelly in its pussy. Okay, you know what? Yeah, make okay, it nice. On. It doesn't have to be dirty. These it doesn't have to be disrespectful. My car. All of the wonderful things in my car. A 
big stuffed doll with jelly in his pussy. Something that rhymes with pussy. See, that's the problem. What rhymes with pussy? Messy. Messy. Mm. No, mushy. Mushy. Yeah. Mushy pushy. That used Those to be a disease are, uh, my mom had when she was younger. Those are called faux rhymes. Mushy bushy pushy. No, mushy. Uh, let's all. I used to jump up and down on the bed to George Carlin and sing, let's all go to the mushy mushy bush, my mushy bush, your mushy bush. Everybody goes to the mushy mushy bush. No one knows what the fuck it was. My, everybody in my family remembers me jumping up and down on the bed singing it. There's no getting out of it. I remember singing it. Was it a real song, though? No, I don't know where it has in my head from. It's, Your mushy bush, my mushy bush. It's great. Everyone goes to the mushy mushy bush. I love it. I was 34, okay? You want to reevaluate well, yeah. your... Um, no, I, I don't know. I think I probably stopped when I was in... I don't know. It could have been second, third grade. Mm-hmm. I did it until I was in maybe at least second, third, fourth, fifth. Now, definitely not fifth grade, so I had to stop at third grade, I would bet. Because that was the first pretty, joke I ever wrote. You want to hear it? Sure, I do. I'm a good interviewer. I'm in Englewood, New Jersey. The, the, Be year, quiet. the year is 1978. Really? And uh, I was in a long uh, drive with my parents, and I saw a van that had on the side of it, it was written uh, Hobart, H O B R T B A R T. And I said to my parents, I said, knock, knock. And they were like, who's there? And I said, Hobart. And then they said, Hobart who? And I said, Hobart, we stop and get some pizza. <laughs> no, I really didn't say that. That's I was great. I was eight years old. I said, Hobart, we stop and get some pizza. <laughs> that is... <laughs> now, that's the biggest laugh I've gotten all night. And I wrote it when I was eight years old. That's why you never throw away the old material. Of course I'm going to celebrate a joke like that. It's Henry Phillips on the Toggler Show. Of course I'm not going to leave you hanging out there. Deep inside of me. Can I tell you what I have to do and I hate it? We're going to have to go in for the clothes. Damn. It's a long show, but I had a, fun, I had a lot of fun. Why do a long show? I'm not scared. Like other shows, have you seen them? And I don't mean to be put you on the spot, Deborah, but they have their producer... That he's in a radio show, they're in another room. <laughs> like, in a radio show, they're in another room, right? Yeah. The producer, like on Howard That's Stern. Right. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. Now, when I do a podcast and they're at the table, is that like a fake show or is that, I don't, our guy sits behind a piece of glass. Our guy sits behind a piece of glass. Oh, look at that. Well, because it's a real show. I don't understand why. He, sure, like he's in a separate it. room. Sure. That, that works. That's visual, but the it's audience. It's a booth. He's in a booth. He's in a booth. That's I right. told him to put sides on that, but they won't listen to me. Mm-hmm. Well, Nick Lipa is our art, our art director. I told him he should put sides on it. He told me a story about when he threw up. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, can I show, can I tell you something about Eric mm-hmm. Olson? The, our, you know the Eric Olson returns. You know, hold on here. Eric Olson, he moved. You know, he moves out here a long time ago, and then he got, he goes back home for a little while. Went tits up. He went tits up. up. He moved back home, but he goes, I'm going to move back to Boise. He bought a home. Actually, while he was there, he produced your hour. That's right. Which I've been telling people. I'm telling you, you're going to be so... You're going to get lost in it. it. I'm telling you. Very happy. But I didn't mean to yell at you a little while ago. And you were there, and it was a lovely night. And then he... uh, he does. He goes back there. Well, he's back there. He does whatever he can do. Then he, sure enough, like he says, two years rolls around. This is a motivational story for anybody who thinks, is do once in a while you have to go back and reorganize to come back and do it right when you're not just doing it because you're being lazy. It's genuinely, you're just embarrassed to go back. Go back. 
And then he comes back, and sure, we follow him. We meet him. He's driving through. We meet him with a flatbed, and we play, we play this on the PA as he's driving down the street back in L.A. Yeah, sure. He's like, picture him driving back in L.A. after two years. I'm coming back. We're on a flatbed with big, real live guitar player. We're like, he, he sees us. He's driving. He's like, shut the fuck up. We got a guy singing on a flatbed. Here he's right at Eric. He points to him. Eric is like, what the fuck? There's no one else on the highway because we had the state troopers shut it down. And this I is. I think I know now what the show could use. Someone who's been missing for a while. It's a story of his life. Maybe he was gone too long, but he's moving out. Show. Once a month, everything's in town with Todd and work it out till they find clarity. Going home, running home. Henry, I'm dying. Oh, it's beautiful. No, I was fucking digging that, man. Was that Paul McCartney? Yeah. Oh, I love it. No, it is him. It's Rod, it's Rod Stewart. Oh. But he's doing Rod Stewart, jingled. Lyris is Joe. kind of doing Paul. I'm glad your Rod health. Stewart. I'm glad you have your health. I was yeah. worried sick about you. Um... Great story about Rod Stewart. A lot of people sure. don't know. He yeah. went to a restaurant a in New York, really? ate chocolate, and had an orgasm in his pants. Oh come on! <laughs> it's not even. See, if you took away the drum, it would have been just a story. But instead, it was a punchline. No, no, that's happened before. A lot of people eat chocolate and they'll have an orgasm. It's weird. That is not. That is not true. <laughs> is it? No. I you yeah. know you never know wait, with wait, these things wait, you, you know you, shut. <laughs> who can have an orgasm in their pants? That was chocolate. sort of the story that was going around back. Uh, oh wait, you know. are you too George Carlin? No. Oh, <laughs> so, you know what? There's it's no fine. Truth to that it's fine that yeah, you know George what? Carlin. I'm going to make a confession right now. Yes, I, I you lie about George. Carlin. I wanted to be the guy with a story that nobody had heard, oh. and I just felt like. Can I tell Maybe you something I'd and no one will hear this? Up. Just yeah. between me and okay. you. Actually, yeah. cut, uh, my, my safe word, potato salad. Okay. Make it, make it edit here. Okay. And we'll, we'll, I'll help you out here. So let Thanks. retell the story. I'm not going to because I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, what See, were you going to say, Todd? So. We'll edit it out. He's being a smart okay. ass, but he yeah, knows yeah. he will. We'll take this out. Okay. You want to tell him? You want to just tell another story that's better? I'll take that uh, out. Tell a better one? Oh, if you yeah. want. Because okay. you seem right, to be right. paranoid. Okay, about sure, it. sure, sure. And can I tell you something just from me to you? Okay. Well, this is not on the podcast. I'm not recording this. You can make up stuff. People so don't. I can just make up stuff. Well, you don't want right, to go right. too exaggerated, but you can take stories. I mean, I throw shit in there. Okay, all right. I know. So I have a second chance. It's like Cody Wood said. He was telling me once. He goes, fuck them. If they don't know it, it won't hurt them. These dumb fucks that come out to see us. There you go. That's what he said. I don't agree okay. with that, but. I think you got to meet in the middle. Okay, so you got a second chance. Okay, so we're starting, and... Oh, you want me to bring you in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a countdown. Yeah. By, you want me to do it like Byron Allen or attempt to try? Uh, do both. I'll, no, I'll attempt to try. Right. So, oh. Uh, well, you're on the road a lot. You yeah, must yeah. have some crazy stories. I do. You know, very interesting story about Paul McCartney. Oh, is this a true Paul story? Paul McCartney, former Beatle. Yeah, of course. Young people know the Beatles. Actually, old people know the Beatles, but everybody knows the Beatles. Everybody knows the Beatles. Well, anyway, they're iconic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, apparently Paul McCartney went to a restaurant in New York City. Wow. And uh, the waiter was like, you have to try the chocolate here. And Paul McCartney tried the chocolate, and he came. 
Wow. I heard that. The chocolate was so good, he came in his pants. I heard that. Yeah. And my brother-in-law was there. Wow. And he said, we looked over, and there was jizz on his pants. Like, the, you the know, remnants so of it. A friend of mine from so high school in California lie. knows the nurse that had to take the jizz that had to out, take of the jizz out of the underwear. Yeah. No, of course. No, of course. Yeah. That's this, how people sounded all when they back those dumb lies that spread every 10 years. They sound like morons. People, how, do, how boring is your life that you have to perpetuate some bullshit urban legend and swear it happened to you? It didn't. I got, you know what? I might have done shitty comedy in the 80s, but at least progressively, I always, there was a story going around in every city that some newscaster had had a gerbil up their ass and they ended up in the emergency room. Oh, always. Now, that yeah, does yeah. happen, but it didn't happen to a lot of the people they said well, it happened the to. And if it broke. did, and if it didn't, it wouldn't have mattered, but it was ruining people's lives. And there was a guy in Philadelphia that it had happened to, a, a, a famous newscaster, and when you knew the backstory, that it was killing him. It was like literally That's so the, the rumor. And it happened to a lot of people in different cities, and it became jokes. And when someone told me the story, I got very aggressive. Even then, and I was like 23, I would go, no, it didn't. Make the call. You know, call somebody. I want yeah, yeah. I want to follow one person back, and they'll crumble. And there were three times where someone did, oh, it was actually her. She was her sister. And then they would, that girl would come over, and they would go, no, 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 it's actually uh, Diane's brother. Was that. You, because there's no, it didn't happen. <laughs> I, the, the $10 so billion, So that means, here's the part. I know everyone's thought about it. This Here's the part no one thought of. That means there are a tremendous amount of people in there. And let me tell you something. It says a lot that want a story so bad. That they just perpetuate because it's it's not up for debate that it wasn't you know there was only maybe fifty people that told that story and tens of thousands of people told that story, so like they're okay with just even if it didn't happen and they know know it didn't happen because they can't lie to themselves and they just tell it. Are you that fucking desperate? They got nothing. Yeah. By the way, there's something new is going to happen like that, and I'm making fun of the people that are going to do it to that. Why is everyone (laughs) laughing hysterically for no reason? I don't know. Why is everybody laughing hysterically all of a sudden for no reason? What's everybody laughing for? I don't know. We have a lot of fun. Listen, Here. guess what we have to do? What's that? Going for the clothes. Ah, shit. You did. Thank you for do- doing a long show and being very, you know. Thanks for having me, Todd. Oh, Nellison. It's always fun. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. The I'm going to wake up mine. tomorrow morning with all these regrets. Why? Ah, maybe I shouldn't have done the thing about the. You know what? I'll fuck if you, you want, I'll throw the whatever. show away. I don't give a shit. I throw the most yeah. shows away, to be honest all right. with you. All right. When I wake up and I. <laughs> When I wake up and I, when I wake up and I listen to most shows, I go, you know what? I don't. Uh, I know how to get people back. You know what I do when I'm going in for the clothes? What's that? You'll see what I do right now. I know how to build. I know how to go where I'm going. I get there. You just gotta, you know, you do a little bit of get people. Come on, and a can of drink. Come on, it's the Todd Glass show. We're going in for the clothes. And then I say, come back in. Is there anything you want to talk about tonight? Tonight, oh, well, we have to know what the date is because people might listen to this a long time from now. But they see Saturday, the drop date. August twentieth. I'm at Saturday, the August twentieth, uh, ten p.m. I'm at up the wow. Hollywood Improv tomorrow night. Uh, it's going to be a blast. We've got a great show. What's the up. date of the show? August twentieth. I want to make sure people are positive. They know they're not like and, wait uh, a second. And please, for the love of God, come. I've got nothing going on. Oh, don't be de- desperate. <laughs> That's sad. It's embarrassing. I have to edit shit like that out. <laughs> that would be a great I try to make them think I try to thing. sell you as a commodity and you're over there. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> By the way, I'm the kidding. The worst yeah. guest No, ever. hey, it's everybody. That's no, why it's funny. It's, it's I know, everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's me, at least. Um, I've never had anything. Everybody else has stuff. I never. Oh, I, I feel that way. Do you know what I said today? How come they don't bring me on their tour ever? I can do enough tours. But, but yet I thought, how come I don't get invited to Edinburgh? <laughs> then I found out they don't have air conditioning. I'm not interested. I saw but you. But I do want to go there. I would love to. I like the idea of doing 30 days. I saw you play for 1,200 people at the forum. I did. That was fun. But you know what? It, my, I, I go back home and my. Uh, I go back home and my. my nicely, my Sorry, family would be mom, like, Todd so. did a show at the forum. Here, talk about the insecurity. I go, because I just don't want to take. Look, I get to say I did it no matter what. I want to get the proper. Uh, acknowledgement of it that it was cool, but not that I drew. So I will correct them. I'll go. Actually, I opened for someone, so they drew everybody. But yeah, what's well, fun to do? And my brother goes, "You don't have to say that." I go, "Well, yes, I do." Because it's like when people overthrow around the word um, assistant or producer. Like, yeah, if you really produce something, say it. But if you, you know, don't overuse that term. So I don't. Want, what was my point? What's well, that beeping of the horn? It makes me hard. I'm to, sorry, it's my mom. It's, it's so unprofessional. She's got my Flomax. How old is she? Do you mind if I ask? She she's looks young. Seventy. Seventy. Does she have a facelift? To be fair, uh, you did tell her two hours, and it's it is, yeah. It is you know what? Bit. We're we're probably running late here. At this point, All she's right. in the right. All she right. did take a break for an hour. I'm starting to wonder where she was that hour. Well, I want to say this. Is there? a... Can we, can we do a classic to close with? Sure, absolutely. You don't mind? I'd love to. Get that goddamn guitar up. All right. That fucking piece of shit. Hey, do me a favor. Throw me that fucking guitar over here. Throw it over here. I don't give a fuck. There you go. Fucking strum these strings. I don't give a shit. I'll strum them faster. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I didn't uh, even make it play. Anyway, put the guitar back down. You know what? Do me a favor. Throw that fucking piece of shit over here. I don't give a shit. I'll fucking strum the fuck out of this dumb thing. I know it's Monday morning night, Thursday. Would you be mad if that's, because that's the impression James Anomian is doing to you. And I'm not supposed to tell you. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, no. Yeah, he's not. I thought he was doing the one with you going, I give a shit. I give a shit. Full circle, baby. That's wow. what a professional show does. Call back. I want to do. I like to hear. I'm. I'm. Uh, and can do you mind if I put a? Tri- oh, no. Hold on. Let me think about what I want to say. The one where you're in Albuquerque, Texas. Ah, uh, yeah. Do you not want to do that sure. one? No, I'll do it. No, I. I was saying ah, oh, like yeah, I love that. Song. Good. Because I have one other. The others I'm not crazy about. All right. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring the capo out for the kids out there. Wow, so it I'm is professional. Well, one of my rat. tech guys ran it out to you. What does he have a jumpsuit on? Oh, my God, I can't. From now on, when you listen to the show, picture a guy in a jumpsuit that says the Todd Glass Show runs out, gives him what he needs, runs back away. Also, pats Aristotle's face off with a white towel that says Wayne Newton on it. <laughs> I've been loving listening to Wayne Newton. As we're going to close, I want to let everyone know. You can give me a little betting music. I'm obsessed with this two-hour special that Wayne Newton does. Now, it's very cheesy, and it's very he does a lot of predictable stuff. But his control of the band with the close of his fist and a 40-piece orchestra, a 50-piece, 60-piece stops, and then, and then the next... I'm, I, I'm obsessed with watching the transitions. Elvis live. Oh, that's so great. And I like to close with a song. Well, he's been doing it a long time, Wayne. He was, what, 16 when he started? Donkey Yeah, he was there. Donkey Shane. I could sing. Oh, baby, I like to watch you. Ah, that's singing. Singing's complaining. Complaining's the purest form of art. You know, if, how much are you really being pure if you're trying to rhyme? 
complaining is the purest form of art, but nobody wants to hear it. They're like, great, I'll hear your story, make it a nice tune, and sing it nice, and I'll listen to you complain. But I don't make people do that. I just let people complain. Part of my new charity where we go around and let people complain. They can't write songs. I'm sorry, not everybody can write songs. Some people just want to complain and get it out of their system. So I'm doing it along with uh, Sarah Silverman and uh, Jim Gaffigan. We're going to go to places and listen to people complain. In my case, it would just be listening to the ticket booth on the way out as people actually did complain. That's not true. I have a very high satisfaction rate on my tour dates. Seriously. I don't mean to brag about it. 99.9% approval rate. I'm going to do my best to get through this song. Would you like a lot of reverb? No, I like it the way it is. No, I'll give you, you more. Right? I'll give you more. Whatever you want. You're a guest. Here we go. Turn his reverb This up. is a song about uh, when your buddies that you started with are doing well and you're just out there in some shithole. Can I ask you a question? TV. And I want you to be honest with yeah, me. Yeah. We're going to close and you're okay. being great. Would you like Aristotle to come in maybe a touch of drums when he feels it appropriate? If you feel it appropriate. He's very, he makes very good choices. I I've will never say, seen him. yeah. You will say Sometimes well, I'll take some timing, some comedic timing. So right. That's why I told but, him not uh, to. But if there's a place that you know for sure. Sure. And Man, and no, and for sure. That's what I told him. It's all right. We're I all said even fun if you don't know, we're, we're having fun. We're in a fucking ghetto I said garage. we're in a fucking. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Obligatory record scratch. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. What are you talking about? This is a beautiful studio. Next week on the Todd Glass Show. What if my guitar always said when I when I did a faux pas? Yeah. Hey, we're in some guy's fucking garage. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, here we go. All right. Thank you. Wow. Aaron Roach, everybody. And you know what's sad is I don't do this in my club act that much because well, you should. Uh, I read the comment cards. Tough one to get laughs at. Cody Woods. He wants me to plug his Twitter. Yeah, yeah. He has great tweets. Oh, they're just fantastic. The thing about Cody is a lot of people, they go, should I go follow him on Twitter? What are you on Twitter? Um, are you on Twitter, Cody? You're not even on Twitter? You're a joke in this business if you're not on Twitter. I'm kidding. Cody looked at me like, that's what my girlfriend said. Are you on Twitter? Well, what is it? Nice and loud. Comedy. What? At Cody Woods Comedy. His tweets, every day he at least has one fucking just unbelievable funny tweet every day that's i'm not saying every tweet is hilarious some are just you know they're, they're, they're some of them are okay they're like oh that's a cool tweet some of them you're not even trying to be funny just pointing something out but every fucking day there's one tweet that's so fucking funny you want to punch a fucking punching bag now that's not true but now you have something to work for so i'm going to send people to your page and now by tomorrow you better deliver because i already sent them there i can't stop this i can't edit it People are already, you know, the morbid curiosity, people are heading over to your page. And I want to find out what you give them. Because I'm going to tell people to email me because I'm too, I don't want to go follow you. I mean, I'm following you. I don't want to go read them. I'm going to have my listening audience. I'm going to have my listening audience email me the things you're doing on Twitter and see how, you know, if you're able to do that. And if there's anybody out there that needs someone to hire somebody for a writing job, follow his Twitter feed. And you might go, don't be picky. Don't go over to his feed with, like, a bad attitude. Go, you know what? He actually has interesting comments. Now you have something to work for. It's the best. This is the biggest. This is your marathon. Every day you have to get yourself in the mindset. Now, it's not at the end of each day. It's the end of the week. At the end of the week, we're going to take a look at how many good tweets you have. That's what you get for holding up a sign that says, plug my tweets. Fat Jew face. That's what he did to me, ladies and gentlemen. You can't see it at home because you're just listening. But in the audience, he said, uh, Todd, plug my tweets, you fat Jew face. This is a song uh, that Henry wrote 
It's about when you're on the road and some of your friends... Well, you tell. You tell it better than me. There was a particular night, and it was about 2004 or something, I was watching... Uh, TV and I was in a hotel room wow. in nowhere and I saw I, there were three people three friends of mine that came up in subsequent uh, advertisements or it was a comedy special whatever it was but anyway uh, this song's sort of about that moment and I hope you guys enjoy it I'm in Minneapolis you're in Hollywood and I heard for you things are going pretty good you're screening your calls I'm freezing my balls off Cause I'm in Minneapolis And you're in Hollywood I'm in Jasper, Texas You're in La La Land And I just did a show And got heckled by the Ku Klux Klan You're having sex on the beach I'm opening for Screech Cause I'm in Jasper, Texas And you're in Hollywood Wow I'm in Opelousas, Louisiana You're back in L.A. And I heard you were making $3,000 a day What? You're signing some girl's boob I'm reaching for some lube Because I'm in Opelousas, Louisiana You're in Hollywood uh, A little side note After I did my special uh, Drew Carey was in the audience Yes and uh, he came up to me afterward, and he was like, that line about the uh, $3,000 a day, you should break, make that more, because that's not a lot of money. <laughs> I think he was being funny, but it's actually true in his case. But anyway. Here we go. Uh, key change here. That's okay. Relax. I'm in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. You're in Tinseltown. Wow. And I just saw your face on TV while I was flipping around. Beverly Hills Hotel I'm next door to an Al-Qaeda cell There's mud coming out of the water spout And the toilet paper just ran out So excuse me if I sound just a little off kilter I've been wiping my ass with a fucking coffee filter Cause I'm in Truth of Consequences, New Mexico And you're in Hollywood Alright, another key change coming up I'm in a bowling alley somewhere near Oskaloosa, Iowa You're on the Walk of Fame and the people here seem to think my songs are lame I just did a show and they hated my guts Some chick with a mullet just kicked me in the nuts Same damn song for the 2000th time You are the blossom and I am the vine I'm gonna go to the hotel and drown my sorrow Does anybody have a fucking rope I can borrow? Cause I'm in it wherever the fuck I said I was <laughs> Hollywood Yeah, I'm in a bowling alley somewhere near Oskaloosa, Iowa and you're in Hollywood. There's a little tonic resolution. Henry Phillips. Thanks, Good night. Guys. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. It's not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like 
every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you I Now leaving Nerdist.com.